Hello, hello, hello. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Tuck Rule Takes episode 19, I believe. If it's not, that just, you know, pretend pretend we said the right one. Episode we were never 19. good at counting. Exactly. Yeah, no, I don't know. So when, when I'm sitting there putting the title to the episodes, I'm like, shit, what? I always <laughs> got to look back every single week. Um, Mike Sullivan with me as always, Liam McDade. Liam, I know you're a little bit under the weather, but you're pulling your flu game through. How's it going? I'm fighting the good fight, you know, keep my head above water, uh, doing as much as I can. I basically, this was a self-inflicted sickness. I played football in 32 degree weather on Saturday. I was in a sleeveless. I was in shorts because that's the only way to play football. I glistened up the guns with some grease and oil, kind of make them shine in the moonlight. And, uh, I didn't have as good of a performance as I did last year. Finished with seven tubs last year. Only had two this year. So I, not ideal, but felt good to be back out there. And even the sickness right now with each that I have, it just reminds me that I was able to get out there and catch tubs. So I feel good. I feel good. Even the sickness, I power through. Well, there we go. There we go. That's what, uh, that's what. That's what we do, I guess, at uh, Tuck Rule. I guess. At tuck, rule, tuck Rule takes. I mean, for me, no, it was, I think it was like 70 or 68 or something in Florida over the weekend. So, you know, um, you know, but a lot, that of, a lot of the Floridians were bundling up. Ooh, it's getting a little nippy outside. Oh, God. <laughs> but um, I, I loved it. Oh, my God. It's awesome. Uh, yeah, I didn't get to play. I uh, didn't get to play football. But uh, there was there was some football over the weekend. Um, the Patriots right and the Titans. Um, I think going into this, everybody was saying this was going to be um, this was going to be, you know, the first the first real test. I got air quotes around that test. Yep. The first We've been looking forward test. to this game for a while. I think every yeah, everybody has. It's kind of been one of the ones I'm like, yeah, OK, the Browns were a nice pregame. The Panthers, good defense, but missing an offense. Uh, Chargers were actually Chargers were really the first test, if we're being honest. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. everybody just the preliminary pretends, rounds. Yeah. But people pretend like like they just act like it didn't happen. Um, so anyway, Patriots Titans, um, 36 to 13. Uh, I don't, it didn't feel like that. No, not at all. No, no. It felt, it felt like one of those games where it was, it was too close too much, uh, which is weird because it's a game where the Patriots didn't trail at all. Um, pretty much had the, had the game in the bag, um, before we start with who we always start with, um, there was some interesting pregame. Uh, you see what Mike Vrabel did pregame? No, I did not. Yeah, he had um, he had his whole team huddle on the Patriots logo at midfield. Suspect. Yeah. I didn't notice that at all. Yeah, I, yeah, I had a bunch did, of friends at the game too. No one, no one even talked about it. Yeah, yeah, they post uh, a couple of the um, the reporters that were there, Patriots beat writers and all that. They took a picture of it and posted it. They were like, "Oh, you know, there goes uh, there goes Vrabel," you know. Um, you know, huddle in there. In in my eyes, you're kind of playing mind games with yourself at that point. Because I, what what are you doing? I don't get it at all. Like no. I, I'm trying to think of what that would be doing. Like maybe after the game, then you're kind of rubbing in a cocky win by like celebrating on center field. Plenty of Patriots players have done that to piss off other teams. Mm-hmm. But yeah, just as a pregame, I uh, I'm not really sure what what Vrabel's getting at with that one. It's weird. And it's not like there was like any, uh, there's no disrespect between Vrabel and the Patriots or Belichick and them. If anything, he has more respect for the Patriots than any other team he plays. Yeah. And probably the same for Belichick. Belichick probably has a lot of respect for him too, which that's why it was such a weird thing. Um, 
it was just such a weird thing to do. Like that's something you would see. What did like, they do it? Like do. center field though. Uh, they, they, it was just the big huddle, you know, like the team huddle that, that people had that the, the teams had before. They yeah. just did it there. And I know there was another team. It was a few years ago who did that too, to the Patriots. And it's just like, I, what, like, I don't get it. It's one of those, it's like a, like you're trying to intimidate them or like some sort of. Yeah. That's the only thing that I could even think. And even then I, it wasn't my first suggestion. Cause it sounds like a stretch. Like, what are you trying to come in there and make it seem like this is their house. We're taking over their house type deal. Like, nah, this is the house that Brady and Belichick built you're not taking over this house. You're probably not going to win this game. Evidently, they didn't win this fucking game. Most teams aren't going to win in Foxborough, especially at this time of the year when it is blisteringly cold outside. It was shitty Saturday. I know I got sick. It was shitty Sunday and <laughs> snowing. I I don't know what the whole purpose is here. A, if he's trying to boast his team up, he was basically rolling out there with a practice squad. So, hell, I'd, I'd sacrifice a lamb at center field if I had to, to try and get my practice squad pumped up. I don't, I don't know what he can do to get them amped up against the hottest team in football right now. He's got to do something. So, it was a failed attempt. Fail, I'll give him the A for effort if he was really trying there. Yeah. But uh, it's just sauce. Sauce is the only word I have for it. Yeah, it was, uh, it was, it was weird. It was something that didn't get, um, it got, it got some shine just from, you know, just like the beat reporters and everything on social media, but it never really amounted to anything. And I think it's cause it's such a weird, it's such a weird thing to do. Like you just don't have, like, you just don't have teams do that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like no one, like you kind of, you have your little huddle, sideline locker room, whatever you go and come out. Like, it's just, it's a weird message to, to try to send. And like, I get that you're trying to get your team pumped up, but. Uh, if that's even what they're going for, like we, we don't exactly, I don't know what his actual point was trying to do it, but. Yeah. It, it's just, I don't know. It, it's just, it's, it's one of those weird things, you know, it's it, like, and especially Rabel being an old school player, like he knows yeah. it's kind of one of those things. Like you don't really. You know, that, that's like when Cam Newton scored the touchdown uh, last week and went to the Panthers uh, logo. That yep. was like when T.O. scored way back when, went to the yeah, middle. Right. Cowboys, kinda, baby. Fuck him. Yeah, he did that, and, and they promptly hit him for it. Yeah, Cody but, sends the ball. That guy sucked. But, you know, it's just you don't – it's just something you don't do. You know, you don't – you don't do the, like your little gathering on the logo, whatever. Um, turned out to not help him because, like I said, 36 13. Um, just uh, turned out to be a shit whipping. But, um, Mac Jones, Mac, I, I, I don't, 23 to 32, uh, two touchdowns, 310. I mean, this, this was this. We probably should have put a pause on last week. This Liam, I, I will view this as the virtuoso performance. Will you? To see. Yeah, I think so. I think you know, in saying that, with knowing that he missed a couple passes, um, you know, he missed the he missed he the left some throws on the board. You're right there, of course, and he still put up over 300 on a top 10 pass defense when the rush when the when the running game was doing nothing for him. Yep. And hey, we've been so waiting cool. for that vaunted 300. I love that number. I'm glad we got there. But the way we got there, I don't think it's virtuoso. I'm not sold, honestly. I think a lot of the magic here came after the catch, like some catch and run, mostly by Kendrick Bourne, who's playing out of his skull in Foxborough. I don't know what it is about that New England soil or that turf they got going in Foxborough, but, man, he feels right at home there. He loves it. He loves it. I think Kendrick Bourne, uh, five catches, 61 yards. Uh, he had that touchdown. Well, well, he had two touchdowns. Yeah. Um, yeah he, had, he had that, uh, that, that nice catch and run. That was, uh, 
That was money. That when was- he throws that juke on him and then just hits the sideline, like, he's not fast at all. Like I'm gonna, no, I'm gonna no, be no, the no. first to give it to him. He's, he's quick, not fast. He's, he's not quick, a burner. Just- He's quick kind of juking guys out. Yeah, he's, not like, burn. he's got the fast twitch muscles, but he reminds me of, obviously, he's not as big, not as strong, but Anquan Bolden, a wide receiver who's just going to run crisp routes, who's going to yeah. get open, but he's not going to burn you over the top most of the time. He's not going to kill you. Like, obviously, he had the deep touchdown against the Cowboys, but he was basically yeah. wide open after smoking him there. Yeah, no, he's uh, that's Anquan Bolden, someone I always thought should have been on the Patriots just for kind of yeah. like his last couple of years. Oh, man. I love the Anquan Bolden. Yeah, um, I have a uh, shrine in my room to Anquan Bolden. There are a few people I love more than that guy. Who Anquan Bolden, another guy, uh, Calvin Johnson. I always thought Megatron should have should have came here for a little bit. He I think yeah. he might be my favorite receiver. Other Me- than Randy Moss, I love Megatron. I, love I liked him. I liked him a lot, too. And I wanted to see him see him on another team. But I don't know. Something about me always said Calvin Johnson was kind of overrated. It's a little bit of a hot take here, a little bit wild. But uh, I'm one of those people who think T.O. is the greatest receiver ever. So I think Calvin Johnson's a little overrated. Sir, I don't – I think for as long as I've known you, I keep learning new things about you. That is crazy. Megatron I know, I is know. overrated. I think he's overrated because I, Why? I hear... just because of like the duration of his career. No, or... no, no, no. Because I'll never say that. It, Barry Sanders, arguably the yeah. best running back of all time. If Ladanian Tomlinson was never conceived in the back of a minivan, then I think Barry Sanders would probably be the best running back of all time. Mm-hmm. But I don't take anything away from longevity and stuff like that. Honestly, good for him for retiring early. It's probably going to lead to a better quality of life especially how he played yeah but i hear people like giving him best receiver ever off of that and i get it the the potential was there i still don't think he's top three i hate jerry rice and unfortunately i don't think he's better than rice moss or owens yeah yeah no i agree with okay that that makes sense um yeah i think if you're gonna say that i mean calvin johnson to me is my favorite receiver he's arguably one of the most dominant receivers I've seen because when he's oh, yeah. up, you would have to put two, three guys on him. But um, yeah, no, he's, he's not better than Rice. He's not better than Owens. He's not better than uh, Moss. And Definitely. that's what I'm saying. And yeah, I, I no, think no. he's a solid four because I drafted on my fantasy team three straight years yep. that yep. year when he had like 300 receiving on yards against right? the Wasn't Cowboys. It on uh, was it? I don't remember, but I know the game you're talking about. It probably was because Des Bryant pregame, Des Bryant was like, I'm the best receiver in the league. I'm going to show him in this game. Des Bryant had one touchdown, Calvin two with 287 yards. I was just like, my God. And Calvin balled for me all year. So I love him, but I think people give him too much credit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I think um, yeah, if, if you're gonna put him up there, that's a little much. I think he's probably you know top ten. Yeah. Uh, if you want oh, I give him. I give him top five. Probably. Top five. Yeah. Fringe yeah, five. Just, just the pure dominant. Like to me, he was he was dominant to the receiver position where Gronk was with the tight end position. It, it, it yeah. just When he was in his prime, you could not cover him. It did definitely. not matter yeah. who was on him, anything. Um, but yeah, Megatron should have been a Patriot. Should have um, been. Missed opportunities. Matt Jones, speaking of missed opportunities, he had that uh, that little miss to Hunter Henry. There would have been a touchdown, uh, which actually kind of spiraled into a little typhoon of bullshit there because they missed that touchdown. Yeah. The Patriots forced to kick a field goal. Then that's when the um, 
when the uh, what's his name, the 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 other no name running back from the Titans. Oh, uh, Hilliard. Yarder, yeah. Yeah, so it was kind of one of those things where that Deontay was Dante Hilliard, swing. Dante Hilliard, yeah, something Dante, like that. yeah, someone. I don't know. Guy I was playing in fantasy had him, and I was like, God damn, of course. Who the hell picks up him? In fantasy? Yeah, yeah, I know, right? But um, but yeah, he he ended up you know running that in. So it was one of those things where it's like, shit, is this? It's like, are the stars aligned? We're like, this is just one of those games where it's yeah. just like the team hangs upset in city. There. You're kind of worried because this is a gimme from get game time from tip off. From the opening whistle, everyone knows the Patriots are going to win this game. Mm-hmm. I think uh, Vegas odds had them at 93% of people bet the Patriots in this game. Really? Like, they were heavily favored. Like, no one thought Tennessee was going to win. And so, as the game's going, the first half, I'm nervous. It's almost neck and neck. I'm like, we're really this close with the uh, the practice squad Titans right now. And that's what I'm trying to figure out. If we're the best defense in the league and we're this stacked, and we're on such a roll – how do we let up more than 250 yards to the Tennessee Titans? That's so many rushing yards. I'm just trying to figure that out, Mike. So Please many. riddle me this because I, I, I can't figure out how the best defense in the league gives up that. And granted, we made up for it at the end of some of those big runs of theirs. They made the mistakes and we were able to capitalize on them. J.C. Jackson had a spectacular play where he forced the fumble on Deontay yep. Foreman. But yep. I, I'm just trying to figure out how do we even give up those yards in the first place? Yeah. So I think um, I kind of, I was, I was searching for those answers too. And um, I saw, again, I'll always tell everybody to follow him, Matt Chatham, former Patriot. Yep. Um, he does a really good job breaking down, kind of taking a common sense look at everything. He was like, yeah, you know, you can be worried about that big performance. That's fine. That's I think the third time in the Belichick you know, era that that's ever happened. A team has ever had that many rushing yards or like 200 yeah. plus. or 200 Which is why it stood out to me. I'm like, we're getting screwed. Yeah. And it was kind of, you know, again, I'm, I'm not going to take away the 68 yard run. That counts. Yeah. That was a, that was a defensive yep. breakdown. Um, so yeah, 200, uh, 250 plus. I think it comes down to when you put in what the passing game did, they also held Tannehill to 92 yards passing. 93, so, but yeah, 93, basically the same yeah, thing. Okay. Yeah. I was selling him short. I'm sorry, buddy. No, nope, 100. Um, yeah. You so know I how think, much I love Ryan Tannehill. I, I think, yeah, I think it might be one of those things where again, you have to, you know, you have to fix. You have to make sure that doesn't happen again. But it seems like the game plan was to make sure that the Titans weren't going to move the ball through the air. It was, one, it was one of those like, you know what? If you're going to run the ball on us, that's fine. Obviously not that many yards, but we don't think you can beat us running the ball, which ended up being the case, Um, which I think that's how Belichick looks at it. Again, I think they went into the game with a few, like, like the box where they, they were showing it too, like the, like the box that the, the Tennessee was running into. It was, even if the Patriots had seven or eight guys in there, it was spread out more. So I think it was one yeah. of those things where they kind of just want to contain everything. Again, you don't want to give up 260, 270 yeah. yards. Like they had multiple breakaway 20 plus yard. Exactly. Like, what exactly. Are you doing? But I think it, it's, it's tough to be too worried about it. It's one of those things where you're like, well, I hope this doesn't, this doesn't continue. But then when yeah. you kind of look at it, I feel like Belichick was kind of saying, you know what, if you're going to run on us, it's fine. Cause at the end of the day, I think, uh, I forget who said it. I think it was Godshot. One of them said it. They were like, you know, yards don't lose you games. Points lose you games. So I think that was kind of the fact that he said it. I think that was the mentality going into the game where it was like, hey, guys, 
this is the defense we're going to run. It's going to be a little lighter up front. We're going to make sure they don't pass on us. Don't get any big chunk plays through the passing game. They got some through the running game. Um, but, you know, it was just one of those things where it was like, hey, just going to make sure they don't beat us through the air, especially kind of towards the end of the third quarter when they were running it all that time. If I'm Belichick, I'm like, dude, keep running. Yeah. That's oh, fine. and you were texting me about that. And I was like, yep, I'm all for it. Yeah. And that makes sense. When you break it down as a game plan like that, where they're like, hey, uh, what was the score at the end of the first half? 19 13? I'll tell you right now. The score at the end of the first half was 16 13. 16 13. Because they scored that last minute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They scored that. Yeah. Then, that I knew was it was Nick close. Folk, Nick Folk missed the uh, missed a 53 yarder. That's yes. what it was to end it. So, yeah. So then yeah. we end up breaking away in the third. And obviously, we, we start rattling off touchdowns. We get a decent lead, double-digit lead by then. Mm-hmm. And if you're just going to let up the run, I get it. Then it burns clock. You likely can't get back into a game running the ball unless you have Derrick Henry. Even then, they mostly phase him out of the game plan, and then they have to throw. Yep. That's just the modern league. That's what makes sense. They used to do it basically all throughout football history. So I get that. But I – that J.C. Jackson, when he comes up behind him and forces the fumble, yes, exceptional play, incredible mm. play, heads-up play. But yep. if that doesn't happen, mm-hmm. and that's just like a small thing, if that doesn't yep. happen, yep. it's a completely different game. Hell, if they go into halftime with the lead or if they have the lead at any point, they can just keep running the rock on us. And, hell, Belichick would probably switch the defense, stop the run, I get it, and force mm-hmm. Ryan Tannehill to pass at that point because neither one of us think he's a prolific passer. God, no. But I just think it's like a small play. Like you're relying on J.C. Jackson to make that play. And he did, and it was fantastic. But I think it's a, a shady move there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's, it's one of those things where it's like, okay, hey, guys, like, you know, let's not, let's not, you know, let him beat you through the air. But then it's like, wait, but, guys, we still have to make sure they don't run yeah, the ball. All we have to do so. so. And I we think, have fantastic linebackers. So I'm like, why yeah. is it, where's Juwan Bentley at? Like your I job mean, is yeah. to level these dudes. Bury Deontay Foreman six feet under. Give him a quick Irish funeral and get onto this punk ass Hilliard. Punk ass Hilliard. Yes. Yeah, so, so I think it's 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 one of those just cases where I feel like it happened. I think it happened earlier in the year too. Like McCordy had a really bad game. Like you have these players that had these bad games and stuff. And it's like, okay, listen, if this is just a one off thing, that's fine. Yep. Pat's defense has been great as a whole. Yeah, know, and they haven't shown me anything different or but any in, reason in, to think otherwise they game plan week to week. So it's like, you know, people are saying, Oh, you know, if Derrick Henry was in the game, the, 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 the Titans would have ran for this. I'm like, no, they wouldn't have because the game, it would have been a completely different game. Yeah. You know, like, like they would have, they would have, it, Sold just, everything would have been different. Yeah. Everything would have been different. Then they so, would have been like Ryan Tannehill. I don't care if you go for 500 yards and beat the beat us. We're not letting exactly. Derrick Henry get a touchdown. Yeah. Derrick Henry is not going to beat us, but yeah. um but yeah, so it, it's definitely something to look, uh, you know, to look to, especially next week, um, you know, against the Bills. You know, you don't want them running all over you because they're a competent team. They can actually run all over you and score. Do they have a so, strong run game, though? Um, no, but Josh Allen does scramble a little bit, which I uh, yeah. will get into it towards the end after we kind of do all this. I That's a big game. I want Josh Allen to get ramrodded. Oh, my game. God. I want him to get railroaded, put under the ground, under the prison. I want him to get demolished. Yeah, um, no, I, I, that's exactly my thoughts. I want Dante Hightower to decapitate oh. him, grab his guts, and then do the LeBron chalk celebration. Yep, yep, throw with it his up innards. like that. Throw yep. it up. Um, but <laughs> we're getting graphic here, guys. Yeah, no, that, um, this is going to yeah, be rated R just for that. But the, um, yeah, you know, 
so when were the runs coming, you know, especially towards the end, when you're up by 10 points, you're going to kind of play off a little bit. So who knows? It's just, it's one of those things I think where it's shitty that it happened. You, it better not happen again. But as of right now, it's like, you know what? The game plan was this. Yeah, the I think it was part of the game. Plan. Of it. I do. The Titans definitely took advantage of it because Vrabel is a smart coach. So, you know, he was like, Hey, they're going to let us run. You know, we're going to keep running on you. Um, but the Patriots continued. They have outscored their opponents 63 and zero in the second half in the last four games, which what that means is that this team they're, they're closing games, you know, after the half, no matter Boy, what the score is, games. they're like, okay, you know what we're going to do. They're doing what the chiefs were doing in their heyday uh, a couple of years ago where they were, you know, they'd, you know, they play a competitive game to start, you know, then after halftime, they'd kind of put up a quick 14, 17 yep. points and then it's done. That's been the case forever, though. The Patriots are always a second-half team. Like, yeah. consistently, the first half – and we always say it, the first drive is about adjustments. We'll give up a touchdown on the first drive most of the time because mm-hmm. we want to know what they're doing. But in the second half, whatever Bill's doing in that locker room, he might have full slideshows, 19 slides deep. This is what they're doing. This is how we're going to stop it. Because they come out every time and just – they know the play before the other team calls. He must. He must do something. He, he is one of the best in-game – like play uh, like adjusters that I think the game has seen. Easily. Like it's just, there's, there's nothing that happens where he's not like, okay, guys, this is what we're going to do to fix. We're going to do X, Y, and Z, blah, 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 figure it out. And we're good to go. Um, but and yeah, this is against Mike Vrabel too, who knows what Bill wants to do. Yep. Ha- played under him, knows how Bill runs his defense. And obviously I'm sure the defense has changed since 2005. Yeah, I'm sure I, it's changed a little yeah. bit. Yeah, <laughs> but it's still it's still the basic format. He still knows what Bill wants to do in most mm-hmm. cases. And Vrabel's been yelled at many a time in the locker room, telling him what to do. I'm sure he knows. He has a hint, and he still just you can't stop it. No one can stop it. It's unbelievable. No, no, and, and you know even when you know speaking of Vrabel's defense, you know he Patriots weren't great rushing the ball um, on Sunday. They weren't great at all. But still, I think. All the work they've put in, Mac Jones was 11 of 12 with a buck 69 off the play action. Yep. So it's one of those things where the work that they've put in, the Patriots, the last six, seven weeks, teams, even if they're not successful running the ball, teams are still going to be looking for that. So, so it's given you more, more room, which I think we saw that when Mac Jones was throwing a player. I mean, the Kendrick Bourne touchdown, um, the one where he did his little you know run that we were just talking about. Yep. Kendrick Bourne's wide open. You know, uh, he was throwing a Hunter Henry, Jacoby Myers, wide open, wide open. Jacoby Myers. Jacoby Myers. This, I think he is, he's, he's becoming like Edelman, like where it's just, you you see Edelman's quote. Yeah, I did. That's actually exactly why I said it. I was like, ah, this makes sense. Yeah. I mean, I see it. He's kind of that guy where it's like, you know, if something's happening, you're going to throw it to him. He's going to, he's going to catch it. He's going to take the hit. He did have the ball knocked out of him. Um, I think it was the second or third quarter or something. Yeah. Um, But, you know, I mean, you know, not gonna catch everyone, but but yeah, he's he's that guy who's gonna go in there and get and make the tough catch, take the hit, fall forward for the first down, and you know you'll be able to rely on him. Um, Jacoby Myers is a, a very a very welcome surprise this season. Surprise guy. I knew he was gonna be good, but he's just consistently one of the best options on the Patriots right now, other than oh, yeah. Hunter Henry, because I think and Hunter the- Henry is just he's 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 the guy right now. Yeah, and. I want to get to Johnny Smith later because he finally had a big role in this game, and I love to see big that. Big game, yep. But with Josh McDaniel's offenses consistently, 
he clearly loves the slot receivers. He needs a reliable slot receiver mm-hmm. in any team, any Patriots team that has been led by Josh McDaniels on the offensive end. There's always that guy. And when we had like Kembrill Tonkins, Aaron Dobson, we signed Austin Colley for like a game and he was that guy for us. We had Edelman, we had Amendola. We're just plugging and playing these shifty slot receivers to just go in, run the option routes, run the three yards. And then eventually once we kill them with the short passes, we'll get them, you know, in the intermediate and midfield game. But it's so funny to just see the consistencies throughout the year. And now Jacoby Myers is that guy. He's in there with, like I said, all those other guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, he's in it. He's he's doing this thing. Um, now we just got to get him some touchdowns. You know, he's, I know, he's racking up the. You and me talked about it. We expected a big second half of the year from him. We're expecting a lot of touchdowns. I don't think this is the game. I, I'm not giving up on our <laughs> predictions yet, though. I'm not no. giving up. I th- I think he's got it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's he he's too involved in the offense not to, not to get a few touchdowns. Yeah. Here, towards the end. Uh, I mean, granted, you could have said that for the whole beginning of his career, but you know, yep. things were kind of rocky. Brady's last year, the weird 2020 year, like there was there was a lot going on. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Jacoby Myers great. Um, Hunter Henry, I think, other than Matt Judon, Hunter Henry might be. I could probably make a case for him being the second best uh, addition this offseason. I mean, it um, makes sense to everything. me. He's, he's a touchdown machine. He's done everything. He he's open to. He almost had a touchdown. Um, but like we said, with that open pass, then there was one where Matt kind of led him the wrong way. Um, he was running an out route, I think, or something like that. Yeah. Um, kind of, you know, coverage was good and all that, but still he's, he's a huge threat in the, in the red zone. And not just that, just every time it seems like, you know, Matt Cox back and throws it, you know, 20, 25 yards, it's always to Hunter Henry. And he's always running open for some reason, yep. which I don't it, get. It's so <laughs> weird though. Like his stats are always like two to four catches for like at most 50, 60 yards, but then he'll rip off two touchdowns in a game. In this game, obviously he didn't get that touchdown. He finished with two for 16, which is unspectacular. But if you look at his impact is much larger than that. I I almost wish he had a bigger volume just to see if we could really unleash him in an offense, but Mm -hmm. hell I can't complain when he's putting up, you know, big touchdown numbers. Yeah. I mean, he's, he's killing it. I think that's the thing with this offense. It's, it's where it's, you know, and we, we brought it up a few times here where it's like, you know, why isn't um, Aguilar getting more catches more of this? Why isn't Bourne? I mean, we said it, you know, to the start of the season, you know, where's Bourne been, you know, when's Smith going to come into play? When's Henry? I think this offense, they all work together so well that sometimes the reason you'll have uh, Jacoby Myers open for, you know, 25, 30 yard catches because you have Hunter Henry taking the top off or you have Aguilar running, you know, a deep route or something that takes the safety with them. So I think it, it's just, it's such a complimentary offense where any game you could have some guy go off for 50, 60, 70 yards, but then you could have someone like Hunter Henry have two catches for, what'd you say, 16 yards, something like that, two catches for 16. And then he just, you know, it just... It, it helps the offense because they're they're either big catches or he's still taking coverage so other players can get catches. I don't know. This this offense, this team in itself is such a compliment. They play complementary football better than anybody in the league. Anybody. When it's defense, special teams, offense, they just 
they all pick up the slack for each other when you know one phase of the game is is floundering or whatever. It's oh yeah, it, like we saw here, they're an extremely unpredictable offense because you really don't know who's going to score each week. Like if you had told me Kendrick Bourne would have two touchdowns this, in this game, I wouldn't be stunned, but I'd certainly be like, oh really? Like Kendrick Bourne? And yeah. last week Nelson Aguilar gets the only receiving touchdown. Like it's always just kind of like they spread the ball. The week before then, Hunter Henry two receiving touchdowns. Mm-hmm. They're always kind of spreading the ball out. And from a better perspective because i'm always trying to bet who on the patriots is going to score because the odds are so big yeah exactly it's damn near unpredictable like against the falcons i think i bet on jacoby myers to score and kendrick Bourne to score and of course it was nelson aguilar this week i bet on nelson aguilar it was kendrick Bourne. so it's like you can and that's just me obviously i'm not looking at the film like the other coaches that are playing the patriots but i'm sure they're just as frustrated being like all right who's going to kill us in this game who's going to be implemented into the game plan to be their main focus. And this week it was Kendrick Bourne and he crushed it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, who who knows, you know, next week it could be John New Smith, which could, you know, and uh, and I know you want to touch on him. I think now is a better time as any John New Smith. I don't care how many times he touches the ball. Every time John New Smith touches the ball, I think he's going to bust out a 15 yard run or a, or a 20 yard catch or something like that. The dude is electric when he has the ball. He is. Electric. He's a weird player, such a weird player. Cause one rush, nine yards. I really think he could tote the rock. He's basically a fullback that they line up at tight end, mm-hmm. but incredible mm-hmm. hands can make move in space, finish with three receptions, 49 yards, basically 50 yards, but I yeah. don't know. Yeah, no, that, and, and again, it's not, none of the numbers are going to blow you away. I mean, even Jacoby Myers had five for 98, but that, I mean, that's the most wow number of the day for any of the receivers uh, there, but John Newsmith, it's just, I wish they kept it. And I know, you know, I'm not going to, I'm nitpicking just because, you know, I know how the game ended. I know how the game went. I just wish that they could have kept going with Smith. Cause it looked like on that first drive, things were working. They had the, the yeah. with them. They had the taught, they were throwing it to him, all that stuff. He reminds me of, and I hate to bring up his name, but he reminds me of Aaron Hernandez. In the sense where they it. had Hernandez talking, you know, I, I was actually again I was talking with my father-in-law about this. Where I think right now the Pats have the same type of setup they wanted with Gronk and Hernandez. They have Hunter Henry, who is your you know bigger guy. He's going to box people out. He's good at blocking. He's yep. still going to make your big catches, all that stuff. Then you have John New Smith, where you can move him around the formation. You can set him up. You can have him in motion. You can have him in the backfield, which I'm sure they're going to start doing that more as the as the season goes on, uh, you can throw screens to him and he can bust some guys open. I mean, he's, he is, there's so much you can do with him, which is what makes me, it like, it makes me salivate for what they're, they're going to do with them as the season goes on. And I think I'm waiting for that big game from him. And I, mm-hmm. at this point, I'm just starting to think that it's going to come in the playoffs. Like he's going to have a two touchdown game. He's going to have a big impact when it really matters. Cause he's so reliable. And like you said, mm-hmm. you, you can put him anywhere, line him up in the backfield, give him a handoff, line him up in the backfields, send him out on a wheel route or anything like that. The possibilities are endless. And just the fact that we have him, even if we're not using him right now, it's an extreme luxury. Yeah. Yeah, it, it's it's so weird. Like the offense is clicking. The offense, I think, I think is the number one offense in the during the six game win streak they're doing Unbelievable. right now. Unbelievable. And they're not even using, arguably, their most versatile player on offense. Yep. 
which scary. It, well, I shouldn't say not using. They're not spotlighting him because they yes. are using him. He's out there. He's still running routes. And and I saw it last week was it got kind of annoying. I saw people say like saying, "Hey, you know what's going on with uh, Aguilar and John New Smith's contract? Like, can we can we cut them at the end of the year? Can we trade them? Can we do this?" Both. And, I see, and I see so many Patriots beat writers like why are you talking about this just because he's not putting up fantasy points for you like the the things that they're doing that we don't see is what is what brings even more value to the offense and the patriots every single person tight end receiver is immaculate at blocking which is you can't you can't put a price on that no because how many times no one cares either no No. one pays attention to block no 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 one the only time people did was when harry was blocking miles garrett which rightly so that was cool Would but cool. how many times do you see teams it's a toss or something like that and you see the corner just blow the receiver up make the tackle for three yards behind the line yep. doesn't happen that much on this team because you got Aguilar out there blocking you got hunter henry you got john new smith you get Nikhil harry you, hell you, you got, got brandon bolden who caught four for 54 in this game i didn't even know i i, I was looking at that too because i just pulled up that stat too where the hell did that come from? I don't. I, I, I'll be. <laughs> I don't I'll be completely remember. honest. I watched the game from start to finish. I maybe missed the first couple of plays because I basically slept right up until game time. But I can't recall a single play that Brandon Bolden made. Now I'm looking at the box score. I'm like, son of a bitch. He caught the third most yards on the team. <laughs> like what? I cannot. If you gun to my head, I can't. I can't pick out any of his, and that's not even an indictment on him. Like that's not no. what I'm saying. It's just because he put in the yards. Good for him. Everybody on this team just kind of does their thing. And at the end of the day, they're all going to have 20, 30, 40, 50 yards. And most likely it's going to come out of a wing. Yeah. Which is and like you crazy. said about those Patriots beat writers, it's egregious to even want to change anything right now. And I get it. No one's putting up, like we were talking about, no one's putting up Calvin Johnson numbers. No one's putting up, T.O. or Randy Moss numbers on this team where one person is clearly better than all the rest, but they all in this game kind of hovered between like the 50 60 mark, except for Jacoby Myers, who was pushing 100. Everyone was kind of around the same yards. Everyone's doing the same thing. And it's just a very balanced offense. Scary, scary attack game. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's crazy because everybody says, you know, oh, you know, Mac Jones, Mr. Um, Mr. Dink and Dunk, all that stuff, which is fine. Like, you've heard that before. Like yeah, it, yeah, exactly. But hmm, when was the last time? I think uh, this guy Tom Brady mm. was notoriously a dink and dunker. But um, I don't. That doesn't. That only matters to people who aren't like Patriots fans. It seems like yeah. it's always those people. It, it's like the Nick Wrights of the world. It's the Skip Bayless. God, I like, hate oh, Nick yeah. But did he? Yeah, and his stupid hair. Um, but, yeah. and, and it's like, did he? Like, oh yeah, he did this, you know. But did he? You know, how many passes? You know, went over ten yards? It's like okay. Great. Not that many passes went over 10 to 15 yards. He threw for 310, though, in two touchdowns. Yeah. And then you bring up the play action numbers. Like, we're efficient. Yeah. That's what more can you ask for? That's it. That's all you need right now. He's he's a rookie. People, again, forget this. Even Tom Brady in his first year, he was not a rookie. He was a second-year quarterback who had a full year of the Patriots offense under his belt. And Mac Jones right now, is acting like he's been on this team for four years. He's putting up like top five quarterback efficiency numbers this season. So that's why no one cares if he's a rookie. People no. are just talking about him. Like he's a, like you said, a four-year bet. They're like, why isn't he doing better? Why isn't he doing better? It's like, Jesus Christ, deep breath. Give it next year. I can't even imagine what he's going to be doing. 
Oh my God. And I think that's, I was, uh, I, I tweeted this out, I think yesterday, today, whatever. And I was just thinking the fact that we say like for that Hunter Henry touchdown, where it's like, Oh my God, I can't believe Mac Jones missed that. The fact that we're surprised and kind of upset that he missed those throws yeah. that to me shows you where he's at. He's he like, no one's giving him that leeway. Cause he's played so damn well that, that, that he doesn't deserve that leeway. If we're being honest, cause he's played to the point where it's like, yeah, dude, you, you should be making those, plays, yeah. you know, again, and we're not going to crucify you for it. We're not going to, you know, rake you over the coals or anything, but like, that's a good thing when people are upset that you're missing these relatively easy throws. It's, it's, it's insane. And you brought up that people forget he's a rookie. I hope at the end of the year, people remember he's a rookie because I think he is building a very, very good case to be the rookie of the year. Oh, I, I honestly don't think it's a close anymore. The only one who's close is like Jamar Chase, who has a lot of touchdowns, but let's be honest, wide receivers, quarterbacks who, yeah. And it's the Bengals, but they're playing well. So I can't even take that away from them, but it's like wide receiver quarterback, like which one's more valuable, which one do you need? Which one gets the ball to the other one is my point. It's like the quarterbacks have got the nod in almost anything MVPs, you know, rookie of the year, Mm -hmm. any accolade, it usually always goes to the quarterback who wins the Heisman trophy in college. Uh, Nine times out of 10, it's a quarterback. That's the most important position. So for anyone to get it other than him, I'd be surprised at this point. I think it's runaway right now. He's high step into the end zone, wide open green grass, stiff arm and Jamar chase and all the others. No one else is really close. He's just stiff arm and Jamar chase on the way to the, the end zone and the end zones, you know, He's proverbially <laughs> the, the rookie of the year. Yeah, he's he's killing. He's got, I think, just over 2,800 passing yards. So um, I think he's got 16 touchdowns to 18 interceptions, which, you know, um, a lot of those picks came early on. The, on How many the interceptions? Eight. Oh, okay. I Eight. thought you said yeah. 18. I was like, no, hold on. God, no. No. Um, yeah, I think he's at like a 97 passer rating, which is great. Um, he's, he's, he's doing everything you need to do. And I think what's going to put him ahead of Jamar Chase is the Bengals are – gonna stumble at some point you know and maybe not for the whole season because like you said they are a good team this year but you know they're gonna face good defenses jamar chase isn't gonna get these great numbers um you know burrow might get you know but what happens if he gets nicked up what happened if what happens if joe burrow gets covid he's out for three games or or he's out or he's out for a game or two jamar chase's numbers are gonna drop i think that mac jones trajectory is a lot is more likely to stay that way meteoric chase yeah yeah, he's just, I, I think if he can get rookie of the year, and then actually, you know, since we're talking about that, coach of the year, I think Belichick's got the runaway for that too. If we're being like, maybe no not as much asked. as Mac Jones, but if not, he's right there. I saw people saying Matt LaFleur. Okay, yeah, Matt LaFleur, but he also, Matt LaFleur has Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams and Aaron Jones. Yeah. Like, like, come on. Like, what, Cliff Kingsbury? No. Um, Sean McVay, no, because your team is kind of a little shitty right now. It's it's Bill Belichick. You give any other coach whose name isn't Bill Belichick, you give them a rookie um, quarterback, a a, a young uh, running back group, three four three or four different op, um, different options on offense that just came over that are learning the playbook, a bunch of different things on the defense. If you give any other coach that, and they're eight and four coming off of a seven and nine season. They're getting coach of the year. Just the fact that it's Belichick, people are like, oh, well, it's it's Belichick. Yeah, it doesn't matter. The guy should still get his flowers when he's kicking ass like this. And 
people don't want to give praise to the Sith Lord. Like he's the big bad guy. Everyone hates Belichick. Everyone hates the Patriots. It's the thing. Like no one wants to give him his props. But like you said, the only person I thought that was really close was LaFleur and McVay. Obviously the Rams have kind of fallen off Mm -hmm. in the last couple of weeks. And then I think LaFleur's, you know, the door was slammed on his case when Aaron Rodgers was out and he couldn't beat the Chiefs with the backup. I get it. It was a backup, but they were so close. Yeah, but they were right there. It was still Mm -hmm. like a one, you know, two score game basically at the end of it. They were right there. I think it was like 1913, some weird score like that. Yeah, And that just shows if they had Aaron Rodgers, they probably would have blown the doors off the Chiefs Mm -hmm. and he couldn't take advantage he needed Aaron Rodgers in that circumstance I as weird as it sounds if you dismantled this team and like gave us a random group of like scab players like have you ever seen uh the replacements Mm -hmm. yep if you if you gave Bill Belichick a team like that at this point they're making the playoffs like with a bunch of squids if he gets guys from the grocery store who catches thieves he can put that dude a wide receiver and he'll catch a thousand yards yeah I mean that's that's what it is he should he should be coach of the year uh, Mac Jones should be rookie of the year. And I asked the question, I don't know. I'm not smart enough to do the research. I don't know how people check it. I don't have enough time in the day to figure it out. When was the last time that a, your rookie of the year and your coach of the year went to the Super Bowl? I don't think it's happened because rookie of the year quarterback. Yeah. Or a, or a just, rookie or quarterback has never been to the Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In general, because I remember they've been that. That's the new thing is that there's there hasn't been well, not new thing, but that's what everybody keeps saying. There's never been a rookie quarterback at the Super Bowl. So just rookie of the year in general. I don't think there's ever been rookie of the year and coach of the year to go to the Super Bowl. No, I can't imagine so. Can't be. Yeah, can't be. So you know, that's. I mean, I'm not saying. I'm just you know, I'm I'm asking for a friend. You know, I'm not. Uh, I'm not Phone saying that's going to happen. Um, but I think the odds right now, I think what the the Patriots and Bucks Super Bowl, that's the highest odds, right? I think by Vegas or something. I mean, every which... every every the Buccaneers are favored to go to the Super Bowl, but everyone wants the Patriots and Bucks in the Super Bowl. Everyone that would be oh my oh, and by the way, if that happens, the Patriots are winning. Let's not let's not act like that. Yeah, no, it's not close. Yeah, no, because I mean if if you're gonna base it on on how it, the only thing we have to look at is the Bucks and Pats game earlier in the year. If you're going to base it on that, you got to think that the Bucks aren't the Bucks room for improvement. They don't have as much room for improvement as the Patriots have since then. Patriots no. have gotten much better. Bucks have kind of plateaued. I think if that's the Super Bowl, it's not going to be as close as everybody thinks. And that's not to say the Bucks are bad. The Bucks are a really good team. It's just Belichick is that much better at coaching. I mean, I definitely, you still got to be worried about Tom Brady, obviously. Of course. Douchebag in his palatial estate down in Tampa Bay. But I still think, even not even looking at the game earlier this season, the Bucs are a beaten down team. Their defense, Mm -hmm. their players are constantly hurt. Their defense is a shell of what it used to be when everyone was so hyped about them. Honestly, their defense wasn't that great last year until the playoffs and then they stepped up. So maybe that happens and all of a sudden they look like a fantastic team again, and then I'll have a different opinion. But as of right now, they're a bad defense. They almost lost to the Colts, and, hey, I've been saying it. I'll walk it to him. I think he's a stud. I think he could have beat them. Hey, but I can't th- I can't even really criticize that anymore because he's the, the man playing really well. So. He's the man. And <laughs> I mean, uh, don't even get me started on Jonathan Taylor, but I think Carson Wentz is helping out Jonathan Taylor more than people think. But I, uh, the last – Two weeks before this, when the Bucks dropped back-to-back games, losing to the Skins and then losing to 
the Saints, I believe it was, because they always lose to the Saints in the regular season. But there's just clear problems with this team. And again, just like the first Patriots-Bucks game, I have utmost faith in Bill Belichick to shut down his former quarterback. Yeah. I mean, again, that's that's kind of pie in the sky. I think that's what everybody wants, because I I do think that would be probably the highest rated Super Bowl, I would think. Oh, I can Um, imagine. It'd be the most hated, because like, who who are... Who are those middle of America fans supposed to root for when they hate Tom Brady and hate the Patriots? Exactly. It's what, but I think, I think with Tom Brady, it, it was a good comparison I heard um, or, or metaphor. I don't know. I think comparison, whatever the word is. Um, yeah. Yeah. Words are tough. Um, it was Tom Brady is, is kind of kind of like Darth Vader where, you know, everybody hates Darth Vader, but you can kind of not sympathize with them, but he, there's a little bit more humanity, a little bit more, you know, a little bit more, you know, something to latch onto there. Bill Belichick is Emperor Palpatine. There is yeah. no redeeming qualities. Nothing. You hate him. If you're, if you're a part, if you're a part of the whole, the whole, you know, if you're a Sith, you love him. If you're a Patriots fan, you love Bill Belichick. If you're not, if you're the Jedi's, anybody else, you hate Emperor Palpatine and everybody hates Bill Belichick. Oh, uh, if you're not a Patriot. It's so easy. I mean, he sits there in his hoodie with it pulled down like he's a character in Assassin's Creed, giving yep. one word answers to all these poor reporters trying to yep. ask him questions. This poor dude's trying to make a living asking Bill Belichick a basic question. He's up there like, no. <laughs> he's yeah. up there like, uh, I don't, I don't get it. I don't get the or- question. We're on to Buffalo. (laughs) The dude's like, man, I'm just trying to make a living here. Help me out. And everyone else looks at that and they're like, this guy's an asshole. Like, we can't relate to this guy at all. He's not like Sean McVay who's run into the tunnel to celebrate with his guys. Bill's Bill's like, is that a touchdown? Cool. Good play, Josh. It's just kind of like, you know, it's it's another notch on the belt. All right, got another touchdown. That's a touchdown you know, 4,000 for me. Yeah. Like, like, come on. But it's one of those things they had the, um, Belichick still does. He's, he's been letting his hair down a lot recently. There was a, uh, the Patriots today posted the, uh, the locker room video, the quick like minute and a half video they do after the, after the team wins. Um, and you know, Kendrick Bourne came up to Belichick at the beginning of the video and, um, and Belichick was like, oh, oh, you know, you threw the stiff arm. And then, then Bourne was like, yeah, man, just like you taught me. Like, yeah, yo, Bill, come on, give me one. Give me one. Or, or, or coach, he didn't say Bill. You know, co- yeah. coach, give me a stiff arm. Give me a stiff arm. So Belichick, like, pushed him away or whatever. Then at the end of the video, he's, you know, giving out the game ball. He's like, where's KB? Where's KB? You know, Kendrick Bourne comes up. And what does Belichick do? He throws the stiff arm right at him. <laughs> so it's when it, everybody laughed. And it's like, this is the shit. That yeah. this is the shit that we don't see or like we yeah. do see some of it but we don't see all of it so when it's like oh you know there's no there's no fun there's none of that it's like you guys don't see this stuff that we see matt judon had a quote he said um i think it was right after the game i believe or uh this morning but i think it was after the game he said as far as the fun that i'm having i couldn't imagine a better year with any better teammates they're great right now i'm just producing and my teammates and coaches hype me up it is easier to be around people like that and it is all love here again brings a damn tear to my eye people think it's the death star it's not well it is but the inside is not yeah it's the death star for everyone who comes in Exactly. It's, it's a, it's a, it's a death star with a hard exterior, but a nice fun interior. As long as you do your job, as long as you, you know, put the work in, like, I, I think everybody said it, who's on the Patriots. So like, it's not like, yeah, it's hard work, but like you see it pay off. If you buy in, you see it. And that's the fun part. I think McCordy or uh, Slater said it before the season. They were like, yeah, winning is fun. Like, yeah, it's oh, yeah. hard work, but winning is Brandon cook said it last year. Um, when he was doing the, 
uh, around the Super Bowl. He was saying, um, yeah, you know, anybody who says that it's not fun in New England must not like hard work then. That's all it is. Yeah. And, and you'll get those players that are, you know, kind of fair weather, like they're just in it for a paycheck. You know, maybe football isn't their whole life and that's fine. There are plenty of professional athletes mm-hmm. who play sports and do well at their sports, but yep. that's not their whole thing. They don't go home and watch football in their free time. They don't immerse themselves in the game. But then you hear from old Patriots like Teddy Bruschi, Randy Moss, like the guys who had success on the team, probably for a reason. Mm -hmm. And they talk about how much fun it was. Matt Light, who talked about how he used to catch punts and Belichick said if he could catch the punt, then they'd let out of practice early and he ended up catching it and everyone celebrates. They got out of practice early. That that's not the Sith Lord that I'm always hearing about this hoodied asshole that just hates fun and doesn't like anyone and wants everyone to do their slave labor terrible work and then get the Mm -hmm. hell out and then come on game time and win he's a personality he builds bonds with these people it's just the guys that don't want to work that don't like it yeah yeah and i I think what's the what's the famous thing where randy moss finally got him to go to the halloween party yeah i think someone uh, i forget it was the last week or the week before i forget what expatriates player or coach they were talking to and they were like you know you know, was that crazy for Bill to do that? And they were like, no, other than that, no one ever asked Bill to go. Yeah, so he never and that's the problem. Back. I'm sure he's so intimidating, so not approachable. Edelman even says he is. Remember Edelman was talking yeah. after when he was see when he saw him at like Julian Edelman night in Foxborough. He was like, it was kind of like seeing your, you know, your principal or something like that. Yeah. He's intimidating, but it, it's just, that's just who he is. The dude still has fun. Like, I think it was, it was the video going around uh, to start the season where he was almost chastising his team for not celebrating a sack. He was like, what are you, what are you doing? Because not only does the celebrating get the crowd going, it intimidates the other team because they see you all getting pumped up. It's like, come on, you got to celebrate. You have to have fun. He's like, I don't torture you with endless reps and unlimited sprints for on Sunday, you to just make it play, do your job and then go. Yep, that was cool back in line. Like, no, you earned that. I made you work for this. Now celebrate it. Yes, yes, that's what you need to do. And I think he's probably getting used to seeing um, Matt Judon celebrate because our boy Judon had another sack. Of course. And what's he at now? Twelve. 11 and a half, right? Because if he was at 10 and a half, and a half uh, last week, last he's at week, 11 and a so half now. 11 yeah. and a half. I'm liking, I'm liking my prediction right now. 16 seems very doable right I'm now. I'm telling you. So he got one there. I get, I bet he gets one against the Bills. Yeah. I'm sure he gets one against the Colts. Again, just yep. because Carson Wentz, he does hold on to the ball too long. Their line. Yep. He'll always try to make gonna happen. Play. Then they played the Bills again. Maybe you get another one there. Maybe you don't. Whatever. At that point, you still got three. Um, and then you're playing Miami and the Jags too. That's yeah. I, mean, I think he gets two against the Jags. I think he gets two per game. I'm hold. I'm holding on to two against the Jags. I think I, I think he'll get two. He'll, he'll get yeah. two against them. I think that that's going to be one Lawrence. of those. That's going to be one of those. Um, that's going to be an ugly game. An yeah. ugly game. A rookie going against a, a defense, not only just a Bill Belichick defense, but a Bill Belichick defense playing this well. Oh yeah, that's going to be an ugly game. I'm that's sure Jude, be- Judon has a doll with long blonde hair that he just stabs yep. with needles yep. in his room. He's like, yep. every it. night, I'm week 16, I'm coming to get you. Every night, I'm sure every night he sits there and pokes needles in every one of his little voodoo dolls for every quarterback he's playing. He's like, I'm getting you next week, yep. getting you the week after, you the week oh, yeah. after. I bet oh, that's should. what he's doing. I he's a hunter. You know what? Isn't it fucking awesome that we get to talk about the Patriots like this again? It is. It's just there's a certain like, pride to it 
It's I like just a, thought about that. Like, just feel it, it in my guts. Isn't it just second place in the AFC, first in the AFC East? Like, it just, I, like, I, I'm literally just thinking about this now. The excitement that I get talking about them or even getting ready to watch a game on Sunday yeah. or next week is going to be Monday. It's like, it's awesome. It was something that I missed last year because last year was just a weird year just in general with like the no fans and like the first year without Brady. It was weird. You know, everybody liked Cam Newton, but it was one of the things where it's yep. like the team, like, you know, they're not really going anywhere. It was weird. Oh. This year though, it's like, no, fuck that. I'm going to puff my chest out and be like, listen, hey, the Patriots, if, if they're not the best team in the AFC, they're a top team in the NFL. Not yeah. only are they the best team in the AFC, because I know people are saying the Chiefs and the Chiefs are a good team. They still have Mahomes, yes, but the Chiefs are. are not a better team than the Patriots. They're not well-rounded enough. People no. are talking about the defense and like, yeah, the defense is starting to, they've had a few good games in a row, but it's, it's not, it, it's, it's nothing that looks unbeatable. The offense still doesn't look as good as they have in years. I'm talking yeah. about the Chiefs. I'm not, yeah, I'm not yeah. seeing seven touchdowns a week no, anymore. No, no. A lot of their touchdowns are coming from, uh, you know, like when they were playing the Cowboys, the Cowboys were falling all over the place, blown coverages, things like that. So, yeah, the Patriots, best team in the AFC. Um, and I, I got to say top three in the NFL uh, and if, we're, it, if we're looking at it. And to your point, like we talked about this when we first started the show in the first couple episodes, you're like most other Pats fans where you're like, every season we start, we're a contender. Until proven otherwise, I think we're winning it (laughs) all. There's no reason for me to think otherwise. Just full ignorance and caution to the whim. We are winning it all. And a lot of times, a lot of fan bases have this opinion, and then they get crushed about halfway through the season, toward the end of the season. And it very well could happen this season. Yeah, exactly. Those poor bastards. And us, I feel like the Paul Rudd meme right now, where it's like, look at us. Look at us. (laughs) Yeah, look at us. Who would have thought? Us? It's just like, because we're like, we yes. talked about it. We thought this would happen. And now it's all coming to fruition. And goddamn, if we're not one of the best teams in the league right now, it's like, look at us. How did we get here? It's like, ah, you. I mean, the it's, it's everything. And I, w- I was watching the game. I was thinking this watching the game. I think I texted you. I think I said it to you. But I was like, it, this is just one of those. It's, it's one of those teams where, okay, so if the offense kind of starts to stumble a little bit, the defense, you just kind of know the defense is going to make a play or, or, or keep the offense in until the offense finally gets back on yep. track or vice versa. Or, you know, the special teams is going to come up with a, uh, you know, a kick and they, you know, they down it like at the five or, you know, within the five or, you know, or Nick folks can be like, okay, guys, you know what? You can't score. That's fine. I'll kick six or seven field goals today and we'll still win. You know, it's just, it's no matter what's going on, the, 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 the you know the offense helps the defense defense helps special teams whatever the the team is a complete team there's no other team in the nfl that's like this i would no say. there's not I and i've been saying that all week we're the most complete team in the league yeah yeah and, and and honestly it's not even close and to have the most complete team in the league coached by the greatest coach of all time that's that's scary that should be scary Yep. It'd be very scary to people and the fact and again i keep saying it the fact that the nfl let the patriots get mac jones you done, done fucked up. You fucked you up so bad. <laughs> yeah, so you had, bad. You had 13 picks. So Anyone. Bad. Just I don't even care if you have a quarterback on your roster. Just draft him, not to give him to just us. Take him. Uh, I, think, I think it was Ryan Clark. I heard him say it. Or, or maybe it was someone else. Maybe it was Dan Orlovsky. Someone was saying they were like, you had 
the NFL had a year. Or no, it, it was someone on Good Morning Football or some shit. They were like, you had a year. The Patriots gave you a year. They said, if you want to have us, now is the time. What happened? You let them get Mac Jones. And even you in let that them, year, you let we them were just everybody. below 500. We were yeah. just below 500 in that year, so it wasn't even a bad year. No. And then we're right back. Right back. Right back. Oh. He spent. It was one of those things. They were like, dude, you let him buy anybody he wanted. You yeah. let him revamp the entire team in one year. How how did you let this happen? 31 other teams didn't sign the top two tight ends. Oh the top two, two. The top two. It's two. obscene. That's it's really thing. embarrassing. Do you, do you think it was one of those things where Belichick signed Smith and then like he kind of like, like on a whim, he kind of like reached out to Henry like, hey, um, you know, I did want to let you know, you know, we did sign uh, Smith, you know, kind of want a last word, you know, what are you thinking of the contract? Hunter Henry was like, well, actually, coach, um, I was going to say, I kind of want to come there. I'm sure Bill was like, well, hold on a second. Let me just, let me, let me get. Uh, well, I got and- an offer from Jacksonville. So <laughs> Robert, can we, uh, can we, can we sign? Okay. Okay. Yeah. 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 We'll take you to, we'll take you. Yeah. Two. We can make like, this work. Yeah, How do you like touchdowns? He's like, I like them a lot. Perfect. Yeah. 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 It's like, they're good. I mean, like if, if I could have some, that's great. I really just want to win. Damn it. You said the right thing. See you Sunday. Bill's like, like, God damn it. I love you. Hangs up. Like, it's just one of those things. And then like him, like it was the perfect thing. And then all of a sudden they signed Aguilar. It's like, holy shit. Okay. Awesome. You know, nice piece. Cool. Nice piece. Oh, you signed Kendrick. Okay. I liked Bourne when he was with the Niners. A hundred percent. Little, you know, very number one receiver for a Super Bowl team. I'll take it. I'll take it. Don't hate that. Don't hate that at all. And then I was like, oh, wait, you got Matt Judon. Are you fucking. And, and the thing Judon? is, Judon was <laughs> disrespected, so a lot of other teams weren't going after him because Baltimore runs a weird defensive scheme, yep. Yep. and they weren't using Judon like the Patriots are using Judon. So a lot of other teams are like, all right, are we going to throw the bag at this guy and then have him just not work out because we're running a fairly normal scheme or a different scheme than what he was running? And Bill's like, I'll make the best out of him. He'll come here. He'll be fine. Yeah. It, it, He's a killer. What was, it? what was it? People didn't think that – people thought Judon could only – pass rush right or was it just yeah, uh, yeah. Edru- uh, uh, like uh i thought he was more of like a run stop and like contain yeah. guy yeah because oh, okay, he, did, he yeah. didn't put up he didn't put up sack numbers like big sack numbers then I, I think judon's success here not only does it show how smart belichick is what the hell are they doing over in baltimore because if you have so bad. they have Matthew no pass rushers. judon over there and it's like he's over there you know getting i, I don't want to look at they have bird bites on them like they can get him at a discount they could have got him. Yeah, they could. They could have prevent. Again, they could have prevented this from happening. Dude, Baltimore and all the other teams are again like that meme. We're like, they can't keep getting away with this. <laughs> How do they keep getting? <laughs> like they can't. The Patriots did. They gave everybody a year to go have your fun. Yep. Like you know, hey, you know, guess what? Guys? Who's gonna win? Like it's a toss up this year. I don't know who's gonna win the Super Bowl, but it won't be us. Somebody else figure it out. And then this year, Bill's like. Yeah, I think, I think we'll take that again. This yeah, is, yeah, no, uh, we're gonna take that. The the parents are back from vacation. We're gonna, yeah, we're gonna you yeah. know take over the house again. Give me the yeah. keys. Give like me the no end bills. of Project X when he comes back, he's like, all right, pull the car out of the pool, clean up the back yep. patio. Clean we're up. home. We're give going me, back to normal. Get out of here, Buffalo. Give me the keys to the division. Yep. Give me the keys. Yep. No, no, no. I know like, you. Oh. I know you liked it. I know you like yeah. it. Just and give you me, guys are starting out hot. I get it. You guys are good right now, but it's it's not gonna last. Just trust us. We'll be in first place soon. Yeah. Just yeah. just 
Yeah, yeah, it's one of those things. There's like here, you know, here, give me, give me, give me the keys to the Escalade. I got this little Toyota Yaris for you right here. It's second place. It's not, <laughs> yep. it's not hard. It works. It will still get you to where you need to be. Yep. Great gas mileage. It's just not. You know where you need to be? You need to be watching us in the <laughs> second round of the playoffs. That's where you need. That's to what be. you need to be. Okay. If you work hard someday, kid, maybe you too can have this Escalade yep. known as the AFC. East. Maybe. Or it, you can just come over and join us, and then you get it, and you get paid. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's so funny, by the way, seeing all the Buffalo Bills fans um, after the Thanksgiving game. They were like, oh, we're coming back to the AFC we're East. Back. I'm like, yeah, dumbass. Like, the, the week isn't even over. Like, yeah, the I know. Like, they, played. they haven't played. And somebody was saying that. They're like, oh, Buffalo's like first right now. It's like the Patriots haven't played yet. They're going to get the dub. So it's, it's, it's like, irrelevant. Yeah, like I, I guess they're first. Like, and, and I saw, like, I thought it was, it was your typical, like, like your Ben Bolins who hates the Patriots, but he still covers Always. them. You, you have like these guys who are like, oh, you know, well, you know, with the win today, the Patriots jump into the third seed. I'm like, no, no, no. With a win today, the Patriots stay in the third seed. And then just so happens it fell to where they end up getting to the second seed. But it's like, it's just how some of these people talk. They want the Patriots to fail so bad. It's and they're just not going to. And part of that reason, not just Matthew Matthew Judon, it's JC Jackson. Our boy had another pick and a forced fumble. Okay. He is. I have a question for you. Is he, where would you rank him among best cornerbacks ever in New England history? Okay, well, for I is, mean, is he I mean, top five? Well, you got Tyla, of course. Uh, you put so so Revis got to be in there, right? Because Revis was on the team. Does he lose points for only being here for a year, even though it was a basically flawless year? Yeah, a year isn't enough. Uh, Gilmore, Tyla, um, Gilmore's number one, or is this no order? No, no, no order, no order. I mean, yeah. I might, I don't know, see. See, Ty Law, it, it's sentimental for me with Ty Law because it's just, you know, oh, that's like me. the – Seeing him you know, later waving yeah. as he goes down the sideline yeah, for a pick I don't six know. in the Super Bowl. JC, he – For me, it's Asante Samuel right here in my, this little uh, black hole that pumps blood tequila and acid through my veins. There's a little will, sticker of Asante Samuel over my beating heart. I will forget what he said in his post-Patriots career. Mm-hmm. Asante Samuel yep. is – I think JC Jackson – Top, oh god! So, so what would you say? He's he's what four behind those guys then? Behind Tyler Gilmore and uh, Samuel. So, would you put him there? Yeah. Right. What about Revis? Is Revis not better than him? You just say off? you you kind of made a good point. I'm not going to count him. That's one year. You know, I, I mean, I, I would be, throw him on there. I just if, don't know if, if you he's put him on there. He has one. to be there because Revis to me is the best corner I've ever seen play. Yep. Um, so, I mean, even though he was here for a year, if you want to put him and on the list. And that year was perfect. Three yeah, picks, so, didn't give up any I big mean, plays. If you're going to put him on there, you got to put him in front of J.C. Jackson to me. You kind of yeah. you kind of have to. But other than those four, I can't think of anybody else that you'd put in front of J.C. Jackson right now. Definitely not Ellis Hobbs. He was terrible. I um, loved Ellis Hobbs in Madden. Really? I didn't oh, like him. In, in Madden, just because whenever I returned kicks, he was fast as shit. Oh, God, I always hated Ellis Hobbs. Then he went to the Eagles. He was even worse. I don't I don't know. I don't know who else you'd put there. There's really no other corner that you that you would put there. That's it? Tyler, Gilmore, Revis. Asante, see, I think people might even make the case that JC Jackson is better than Asante Samuel. 
I don't know if I would make that case. I think that case would be coming from some sour grapes that yeah, people have. Those are those right are now. somebody. That's a person yeah. I'd like to have a conversation with. Yeah, because I think there's an argument. I think that I, I'm open to all arguments. But. Yeah, but no, JC Jackson, if he say, how about this? If he stays, if he ends up signing another contract, I think he leapfrogs Asante Samuel. And just for the pure longevity, I think he yes. leapfrogs Darrell Revis too. I'm with you yeah. entirely. I definitely think he jump, leapfrogs Revis. Mm-hmm. I mean, just in, in my eyes, like Asante Samuel can part the Red Sea, can walk on water, can, you know, good. turn water was, to wine. Yeah, there are a few people like Mr. Pick Six. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you know, am I really going to say J.C. Jackson over him? Like, eh, we'll see. We'll see. If they give him the bag and he keeps killing it, more power to him. Yeah. I might have to admit at that point through gritted teeth. But, mm-hmm. but yeah, no, I'm not going to – I don't think I'm going to put him in front of Ty Law. Uh, yeah. Just because not only no, Ty God, Law no. came up big in the biggest moments too. Yeah. And then Gilmore was just amazing his whole yeah, career. Yeah, he was. So, and um, should, I, he very well could have won Super Bowl MVP. So I'm like – he could have. Oh yeah, yeah. He could have. He could have. Uh, speaking of Gilmore, by the way, I remember everybody said the Patriots' defense was gonna, you know, suck when Gilmore yeah. left. Do you remember but, uh, that? That's crazy. Doesn't doesn't seem like it. He hasn't played for us all season. No. And no. What, what was that stat you said in the last three games? We we've uh, yeah. haven't yeah. given up any points in the second half. None. Zero. Zero. Goose. And yep. over the last four games, we've let teams score less than twenty five points combined. Combined. That's a big, that's an important word, guys. Yep. Combined. And, Add uh, them all up, less than 25. Yeah, in the last five, six games, 25 points. That's pretty mm. pretty wild. So, yeah, no, I guess uh, Stephon Gilmore didn't make that all that much of an impact. No, no. kind of awkward. It, it, see, that, that, it just, it just puts a smile to my face because you had so many people who were saying, oh, my God, I can't. And it happens every single big name player that leaves the Patriots. It happens. Oh my God! Person X left. You know. Oh, yeah. they let go of Jamie Collins. What? They let they? go of. They let go of. Um. Even even Lori Malloy. They yeah. got rid of Lori. And again, still. Ty like Law. That. They they got rid of Ty Law. He went Ty to the Jets. To the Jets too. Um. Like yeah, they let go of him. You know, they let go of even. Chandler Jones is one of my favorite players, but the defense didn't necessarily get hurt because he no. left. It was one yeah. of those things where it's like you know he like the Belichick knows what he's doing. I think people need to finally admit that he's going to make mistakes. That's why it's not blind faith. His, his track record, pretty damn good. So when he lets go of someone like Gilmore, okay. Gilmore even said himself this week, he's not back to hundred percent. Yeah. And so clearly he made the good decision and I don't want to take anything away from JC, but I'm convinced Bill could draft, like start an expansion team and take like, everyone's like second or third string defensive players and Mm -hmm. still have a top 10 defense out of just guys that he's picking out from like people's depth. He's just so good. And he's always, that's what he's preached. Everyone knows he's the big defensive guy. That's why Josh McDaniels is the offensive guy. He's an absolute wizard. There isn't, I can't say enough about him. Like I don't have enough vocabulary in this small brain of mine to truly describe how unfathomably good bill belichick is at his job at coaching coaching defense picking personnel maybe not so much on the draft all the time but everything else yeah no he he just he's he's the guy and i know it's the cliche it always gets said he he finds what you do the best and he makes you the best at it yep like okay cool so you do x y and z well okay i'm not gonna make you i'm not gonna make you cover if you're not good at covering sure i might see if i can 
you know, train you to cover, but if I can't, I'm not going to have you drop back, you know, on almost every snap. No, you're going to, you're going to rush the passer. That's pretty much it. You know, Did you or, see your boy Sean Wade uh, on Sunday? I saw Sean Wade sighting. Yeah, yeah, finally. He ended up getting a tackle too. I was like, all right, finally. like he's doing something. And that's just the same thing. He's like, this dude was cast out by every other team. I wonder mm-hmm. why. I'll bring him in. Maybe he is bad. Maybe up. he's not. And apparently we've held on to him for this long. There must be something worth keeping about him. So he yeah, hasn't made any big something. plays yet, but I'm keeping eyes on him. Yeah, there's something. It, it, it's it's players like that who they'll, I guarantee you, Sean, he'll make one big play from now to the end of the year. Oh, yeah. I don't know what I think it's going to be. A virtual certainty. If it's going to be, uh, it's going to be one of those, you know, he sticks someone on fourth and two. Yep. Ooh, it's like a, it's one of those passes to the flat and he comes up and knocks the ball out. Yeah. It's a big pick. It's a big, ta- it's something he's going to do something. That's that, that's going to be like, Oh, that's why they kept him on. The yep. That's why they, you know, that's why they held on to him. That's why they didn't go out and, you know, y- you know, try to fill that hole because they had him just like what we saw with miles. Bryant. Miles Bryant did let up, a, um, you know, he, he let up a couple passes, but yeah, um, he didn't have a spectacular game, but no, he tries no. so hard. He's not, like he's I, not, but I can't give he's anything against him. Yeah. No. That's just it. Yeah. He tries. He it's all his ass. Yeah. And like, he was an undrafted guy. Like he's coming in. Like you said, there are no expectations. Bill's not like lock this guy up. If you let up a catch, no. I'm putting you on the bench. Like he's like, don't give up a hundred yards. Yeah. Yeah. That's all it is. And, and when you can make the tackle, make the tackle, which yep. I mean, for the most part, granted, there were some missed tackles on that blown run. It is what it is, but miles Bryant, solid tackler, everybody else on the team, solid tackler. You know, that's why that's, that's why you keep these players. That's why he signs these players. And I'm not saying Belichick is, you know, this is the only way to build a team, but he finds players that he can fit in his system. He doesn't just get, these huge names and say, Oh no, we'll just kind of throw you in the system and hopefully it works. No, yeah. he, he says, okay, cool. So you're a receiver who can, who is good at route running, who can block, who can break it deep, has decent hands. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Come here. Of course. And, and, and like you that. said, that's obviously not the only way to coach because most people don't do that. In mm-hmm. fact, most people go the other way as somebody who almost to a fault supports the Eagles. They signed that, absolute disgrace that oxygen thief that person who even the mere mention of his name run chills up my spine and hurts my brain they signed namdi asawa and forced him to play zone and he's a man-to-man corner he made his money playing man-to-man on the raiders he was one of the best corners in the league on the raiders deeing people up man-to-man the eagles bring him over and force him into this terrible zone tampa 2 scheme and the whole thing fell apart and he was the worst cornerback i've ever seen with my own two eyes and most coaches are just like if they're good players they'll make it work and they just put it all on the players where if bill belichick signed nandi Osmo, everyone else on the field is playing zone except for nandi he's going to be exactly. like we're playing cover two over the top but you are manned up exactly you're the only one in man don't let your guy do this you have over the top safety help if need be but lock him up and that's the difference between him and other teams yeah yeah that's what it is. i mean it's just like you're not going to sign Darrell revis and have him play zone yeah, like that's not. That's I mean, not he like can he, do whatever because he's yeah, a perfect. Granted, but like, he will here yeah. and there. But that's not what you're gonna. No. Like, you're gonna sign him and say, "Hey, he likes to trail the guy." guy. Yep, yeah, that's it. Just, just get him. You know, yep. the the Nandi Asama was that the was that like the dream team year or, or when he said we got the super team or whatever the hell it was, was that that same year when they said that it was, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. Okay, I can tell. I can tell. I, I think I, I think I struck a chord. I think I struck a chord with Liam. Um, yeah, I don't see. See, this is this is where the. 
this is where the disconnect comes into play. I do not like the Eagles. <laughs> Liam is twitching right now. His eyes is twitching. He's got some weird Joker smile going on. Um, he is an Eagles fan, unfortunately. I know, I know. You can pray for him at night. Um, but I pray yeah, for me that at was, night too. That was the year. <laughs> but um, but yeah, no, I'm not. I'm not going to sit here and talk about the Eagles anymore. This is a Patriots Please. podcast. Um, yeah, I don't know, man. I mean, this team was good. Uh, this team was good. I was I was a little surprised. I thought they'd be able to run the ball a little bit more against the Titans, but I get it. The Titans do have a good front. So yep. and you know, their weakness problems. all year has been the pass game. So I expect them to come out and yep. pass. And even their rushing numbers aren't terrible. Hell, both running backs got 40 yards, but they had some Arm. both good chunk plays. Like Damian Harris's run, mm-hmm. he bruised his way into the end zone. Yep. That poor corner that he hit on the way to the end zone, probably bad. still having heart palpitations after that hit. And Ramondre bad. Stevenson gave his best Mike Allstott impression, bouncing Mike off Allstott. fools up the middle. He was at that one run by Ramondre Stevenson to the left side where he, he basically gets to the second level, mm-hmm. sees the safety, bangs right into him. Both of them stumble back. The safety drops. Like just, and it keeps going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then like keeps going for a little bit going. more. It's like yeah. And I feel bad. The safety looked like he was paralyzed. Like all his bones just turned to jelly. Like yeah. expelliarmus. And he just nope. like his bones disappeared. Oh, Harry Potter. There we yeah. go. But no, yeah. it, it was brutal. And like, so even it wasn't a spectacular run game, but they did their job. We got a touchdown out of it. Like mm-hmm. w- the threat was there. Clearly because the play action works so well. So that's the thing. That's why you have to keep running because y- you need to still have the teams think that you're going to run and they're going to have to respect it because the running game has been so good over the last six weeks. So, yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I got, that's kind of all I got. I think, uh, what else, what else you got about this game? I mean, let me see. I, I got my notes right here. So the run D issues I was slightly concerned with and yeah. the fact that it was a depleted Titans team that it was still close for the most part. But I wanted to say that this might be, and it's weird to say because it's not that type of league anymore. This might be the most physical Patriots team I have ever seen, ever. Like offense and defense, mostly on defense. The only one that comes close is, again, the Darrell Revis, uh, that Brandon Brown defense. Yeah, because Brandon yeah. Brown used to lay wood to poor receivers. Oh, oh, but man, He came from the Seahawks. That's, what, that's yeah. all they oh, did. Oh, he was – and obviously, like, he went to jail for beating the shit out of his girlfriend. So, he had a lot of pent-up anger anyway. I'm sure he was taking yeah. out most of that. It's like, you're going to ask for the remote bag. Nail, <laughs> yeah, nail okay. in the other two wide receivers. So, like, I was just wondering, do you think this is the most physical Patriots team you've ever seen? Because, like, obviously, there's no crucifying hits. Like, Devin McCourty isn't decapitating people like – cam chancellor has but everything like they're not afraid to tackle they're not afraid afraid to block our running backs are hitting everything in sight and on defense besides this game where there was a few missed tackles like we're a tough tough team and i've seen it all year especially to quarterbacks like Matthew Judon doesn't hold back at all. If Kristen Barmore gets to the quarterback, that's 320 pounds dropping flat on a quarterback who's, you know, all of 200 pounds maybe. And it's just – I look at this team and I'm like, this is a physical, scary team. That was one of my notes. I'm like, this is a this is a mean team. And this wasn't even their most physical game. Like, I could have said this the last three weeks and it would have meant more than means now. Yeah. I – without, like, you know, really – like going back, looking, thinking about it, I I'd have to agree with you. Like they don't have, they don't have your, you know, Ed Reeds. They don't yeah, have, your they don't have the splash players, they don't have your Ray Lewis hitters, but they just, every single player just hits you. 
Yeah, constantly. we were talking about Miles Bryant, who's like the third string quarterback, and we're talking about how good he is at tackling. Like he's exactly. not getting interceptions, he's not getting pass breakups. No. If he's giving him up, they're not getting run after the catch. He's tackling them right there at the spot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, no, they're they're hitting you. I mean, you start with the line on both sides, offensive and defensive. They're they're just tough. Even if they're not getting to you on defense, they're still pushing you around. Yeah. They're still wearing you still down. You know they're there. Exactly on offense, they're wearing you down. I mean, wave like get, waves against a rock. They will slowly, I slowly mean, form that rock to their will. That's what they're doing. When you have Trent Brown, who is a massive human, when you they're have Shaq Mason, hard. when you have Mike on one, when you have David Andrews, when you have um, Ted Karras over there. Th- what do you do with that? Isaiah Wynn, another huge yeah. guy. And then you got, what's his name? Jakob Johnson, the German destroyer. And he he's who, a top five fullback in the league right now, which honestly isn't saying much. I think there are only five fullbacks there in the league. There might be like five still, or six, yeah. Yeah, but still, he's playing like one of the top fullbacks in the league. He's a physical he dude. Wants to hit, I think that's the thing. It's not that this team hits you. It's not that they have any like whoppers. They just want to hit you. Yeah. They want to, they want to, it is controlled violence. It is the definition of controlled violence. And that's why I'm that's saying in is. the modern league, because like you can get away with not being a physical team and still win. Like the Chiefs won the Super Bowl. They weren't a physical team. No, they were just no, kind finesse. of a speedster team. Plays, yeah, yep. exactly. Finesse is a good word for mm-hmm. it, where they're going to work around you. They're not going to go through you. Mm-hmm. This team is just brutal to me. And they play traditional football, like Bill Belichick growing up, watching his dad play football. This yep. is the type of football that the Patriots are playing. right now. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, it, it goes to show they're still one of the only, you know, couple handful of teams that still utilizes a fullback consistently. God, they, it, they it run the, so what they run the, uh, the two tight end, one running back set. I mean, the, uh, the two receivers, one tight end set all the time. Yeah. Not many teams run it as much as we do. Just because you have the two tight ends that want to hit, you have the linemen, you have you have five linemen, and then you have whether it's um, Mike Onwenu or Ted Karras, who are, will kind of you know slot in and out with each other. They're starting caliber linemen that are still huge, that still want to hit people. Yeah. You have the and running. I wouldn't say Hunter Henry. Hunter Henry's not a blocking tight end, but that's why we signed Johnu Smith because that dude's a house and he exactly. wants to block. So exactly. it's like even in the positions where they don't want to do the hitting. You have somebody right behind them who's ready to make up for what the person in front of them doesn't do. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I think I, I would, I would agree with you wholeheartedly there. This whole team, uh, Adrian Phillips too. Yes. I, I would never oh, want to get monster. hit by him. Uh, Juwan yeah. Bentley. He's tiny. About he him. just looks like he packs a punch. He's just muscle. That's all yeah. he is. Kyle Adrian Duggar. Phillips. Now that's a scary Kyle. guy. I forgot about that. No, I don't know how I could forget about that. Yeah, yeah I, he does slip the mind because he doesn't make all those splash plays. But no, he's he mean. just hits you. That's just it. He just even everybody down to Jalen Mills. Jalen Mills will still tackle you. Still pull he you. He's green. J.C. Jackson. Yep, he won't cover, thing. but he'll tackle. Exactly. Yeah. Well, I th- he, he he's he's been getting a little better. He's been getting. A little uh, he's, he's he's still coming back from that injury a few weeks ago. I think. Yeah, I'm but, still going to give yeah, him that. Totally, yeah. Um, You're going to be saying yeah. that in week 17. Yeah, I week 17, really think guys, it's this injury. He's still healing, weeks. guys. Come on. It just happened. It just happened. Have you ever sprained your ankle? <laughs> it takes 10 weeks. Um, yeah. No. I, I would. I would agree. I would agree. I think this team. This is the team, and it's another cliche. Late in the year, when it gets cold, nobody's going to want to play this team. No. Because they're going to hurt you. That's the thing. They're going to hurt you. It's going to be cold. They're going to make it not fun. Like, they're, it, it's just, it's going to be one of those gritty, 
ugly games. They're going to bring you into the mud. They're going to, they're going to mush your face in the snow. They're going to pants you. They're going to do all these things to you. Yeah. These, the, the Patriots are the bullies you don't want to see. That's I, I think, I think that's what it comes down to. I think that's why they're starting to rise to the top because they're literally just bullying teams every week. You don't beat teams by 20 the last three weeks without being a really good team. For sure. Like people want to try to diminish it all you want. I, I know you mentioned the Titans. The Titans did have a lot of players that were out, but still, who who said that the Patriots were going to score 36 on them? You know, it's one of those things where, yeah, sure. Like well, almost like almost like when they beat the Jets. It's like, yeah, they beat the Jets like they were supposed to, but they put 45 on them. Yeah. It's like it's like they're not just beating teams, they're they're making it not even close. And even when it's close during the game, you're still kind of like, yeah but it still feels like the Pats have the game in hand. For sure. It's an exclamation point on each win. They're not just winning. They're winning with gusto. Yeah. Yeah. Well, which I, and I, I think that's the thing with their second half. They haven't allowed any points the last few games in the second half. And I think that's, that just goes to show you that they're just, they're tiring teams out. Teams don't want to play them. Once, once they come out of halftime, they're like, shit, we got to go once go against them again. Yeah. Oh God. I see Judon with his stupid red sleeves. I got to deal with him again. Like, come on, come on um ain't nobody yeah. got time for that yeah no i think it's a great win great uh great kind of statement win there uh i think my mvp uh i'm gonna go mac jones i don't think i've gone mac jones all year um really i don't i don't think i i might have early i'm gonna go mac jones he he put he put 300 um on a top defense in the league dropped two touchdowns um no real bad throws just a couple misses i think that's it uh, Mac Jones, by the way, 85% of his balls are catchable balls. That is far and away leading the entire league in catchable balls. Really? Yep. Yep. Holy shit. 85% yep. of them. Either 85 or 87. I will double check as we speak. But yeah, Mac Jones, he is going to be my MVP for the week, I would say. I think. For sake of differentiation, I will lean towards I'll go with Kendrick Bourne I mean I think that obviously two touchdown game like it's kind of like he was the best performer on offense type deal I there wasn't enough on the defensive end that really captivated me just because we gave up so much in the run game and no particular defensive player stuck out we just play so well Mm -hmm. as a unit do you have those numbers I can't see him right now. I'm trying to have my thing load up. Damn it. <laughs> I, 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 I had him. I was excited to see if it was. I'm trying. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, um, pulling it up. <laughs> I mean, like, I just got to go with Kendrick Bourne. I'm a huge fan. Like one of the reasons why I love football is any given week, like anyone can just have a stellar game. Like I love to see like the random guys just go out there and ball. And obviously he's not mm-hmm. some random guy. He's our starting wide receiver. But he had a fantastic game, and he's been good all year. But I've been waiting for that one, like, kind of big game from players like that. Like, I'm waiting for Nelson Aguilar to do something similar, too. Yep. We talked about how Jonu Smith. And when those guys do it, they'll be my MVP, too. With football, there's, you know, there was 16. Now there's 17 games in the regular season. And that leaves a lot of opportunity for guys to just shine in individual games. And I love giving guys big performances and big props when they show up big in certain games. So Kendrick Bourne, man, the the catch and run for that tub. And then we didn't even talk about his catch in the end zone where it's bobbled around and it looks like it's kind of over his shoulder. And honestly, 
I think that's like a nine times out of 10, you drop that. Like he had somebody in his face and this dude just swinging his arms around, trying to knock the ball out. I watched the replay three or four times and I still can't figure out how he caught that ball. Just he exceptional effort. He pulled, yeah. People don't normally do in the, in the pass the was perfect in... too, which is why oh, you should say geez. Mac Jones MVP. I get it. The pass was perfect, mm-hmm. but at some point, the pass can be as perfect as it is. If you're in tight coverage like that, it's hard to make that catch. And he's, make the catch. he's he's walking backwards too, trying to make this catch, trying to get his feet in bounds, get possession. Honestly, crazy all around. Kendrick Bourne showed that he can be kind of a number one receiver here without putting up the flashy yards. It's all about touchdowns, baby. He put up 14 points on the board for us. Yeah, no, and that was against Bayard too from the Titans, who is yeah. an all pro, like an all pro cover guy. Kevin Bayard. Yeah, he's good. He's not bad he by any means. He yeah. he may not be as good as he was a couple of years ago, but he he's a solid, yeah. very he, good player. He's a top five safety in my opinion. I yeah. mean, there, there aren't many good safeties anymore. Yeah. So that, that and I think I saw something where where they the Pats targeted him five times or six times, and and they had they were five or six against him. Brutal. That's insane. That's insane. That, that that they're targeting these players now. Um, but yeah, just a great, great win. Great overall, um, just great, great kind of statement win in the AFC. Like, Hey, you all thought, you know, we haven't beaten anybody and you're still saying we haven't beaten anybody, which is fine. And I'm sure next week against the bills. Oh, like, yeah, this is the bills without Tredavious white who got hurt. So you're still not beating anybody. Um, speaking of the bills game, Monday night football, um, next week, huge game huge game to, to see who's to see kind of who who's going to take over the AFC East. Cause I think th- this is what it's going to come down to this game. That's the hottest talking point in the league. It seems like right now it is, even though like, you know, everybody always said that, um, you know, shit division and all that. They're probably one of the stronger divisions in, in football right now, because, you know, Miami is a little pesky team. They're going to put up a fight here and there. Uh, the bills are what they are. Patriots are one of the best teams in the NFL. So I don't, I don't know. This is going to be a very, very tough game. I know the bills are good. Um, it's in Buffalo. I don't know if I'm going to pick up my heart or my head here. You know, when it, when it comes between my head and appendages on my body, I more times than not choose with appendage and it's a shameful, shameful realization to me. Rightfully so. And I think I am going to have to differentiate here. I think the Patriots go in and get a mean dub in the snowy Ooh. weather in Ooh, Buffalo. I, I really, and this is the first time that I, you normally, I try and be the rational guy. I try and be mm-hmm. down to earth. I try and think of things from the perspective of, hey, even playing field, I am trying to take my bias out of this. What would actually happen if I wasn't a fan of one of these franchises? And even still, whether I do that or whether I don't, I think the Patriots go in here and win. They have all the momentum. They're riding a fat win streak. Mm -hmm. The Bills obviously just crushed the Saints, which is big for them. But that's one game out of a last three or four that have been mostly a disappointment. Their Mm -hmm. offense clearly isn't as good as it has been before. Nope. And barring last year, obviously it's tough to completely disregard one year. Bill's been pretty good against the Bills and Josh Allen, particularly. Like, obviously, in that last game last year, the Bills killed us. Like, Stefan Diggs had, like, three touchdowns or some yeah. bullshit like that. Yeah. But at that point, we kind of punched in. The season was over. Mm-hmm. The game before that, Cam Newton didn't fumble. I firmly believe we win that game. 
Yeah. I think Bill knows how to do this. And just because it's up in Buffalo, I get it, hostile crowd, but it's basically the same weather as New England. Maybe slightly colder because it's up by the Canadian border. But nothing the Patriots aren't used to. They're used to the cold anyway. At some point, mm-hmm. cold is cold. If they're playing mm-hmm. in Florida, then it's different. And then they come to the cold, then it sucks. But cold is cold. I believe Bill's going to have this team ready to play. And all the hype is going to be around Buffalo. Everyone's like, Buffalo's the high-powered offense. The Patriots are just kind of teetering along, beating on bad teams. The practice squad Titans, the beaten down Baker Mayfield Browns and all these other teams. They beat the Jets twice, who are terrible. They're talking about all these bad teams that the Patriots beat when I think they can go in there and make a huge statement win, completely seal off the East and punch their ticket to the playoffs in a statement win over Buffalo. I fucking love that. I I'm love that. You, you know what's funny? I agree. Whoever wins this, I think this is, if the Patriots win this game, I think that's the East. Yep. I think, because at that I point, so you too. have the tiebreaker and you're up two games in the division. And hell, maybe come second game around. Maybe I think Buffalo wins in New England. Maybe I don't. But right now, I'm just extremely, there's no reason for me to think otherwise with the Patriots. So much and that's moment. my thing. Like, I, it, every reason for me to say the Patriots are going to lose just doesn't have enough weight. Does I don't have enough backup behind it. I can't, I can't really wield a strong hammer when I bring my downer case here. <laughs> you know, you know, it's funny. And I, I would just look at some, cause you said something about the Bills high powered offense, right? Kind of looking. So the, the most, uh, the points for, so the teams, teams that have scored the most points this year, the bucks, number one, Colts are number two, which is interesting. Do you know who number three is? The Patriots. And then you know who number four is? The Bills. Ah. They have both. The Bills and the Patriots have both scored. Or no, the Bucks have scored 347 points. Colts have scored 340. Patriots have scored 336. And the Bills have scored 326. So, I So it's mean, a lot closer than people think. It's a lot closer. And then when you're looking at defense, Bills have overall the number one defense in the league. You know who has the number two defense? The Patriots. This is going to be this, 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 I mean, this, this right here is going to be who comes out of the AFC in my opinion. I think, I think so too. I think and so. The, and that's like, this is maybe the most anticipated game of the year for the whole season, Easily. whether you're a fan of the Patriots or the bills or not, like this is a tremendous matchup for teams to win the division. I think uh, the Broncos play the Chiefs for number one in their division this week, too. So -hmm. between those two games, there is some heated competition coming down the pipe here. And I think the Patriots could surprise everyone, even though, like you just said, the numbers don't make it seem like it's that much of a a surprise or that slanted in one direction. Everyone I've talked to, everything I've seen online, all evidence points to people thinking the Bills are the much better team. And I'm, I'm not getting that vibe. I'm not picking that up at all. No, me neither. I think it's just, because of, it's just because of Mac Jones, just because there's a rookie there. I think people are afraid to say it. I mean, like if you're looking at these teams in general, um, yards per game, Bills are second, the Patriots are third. I mean, they're, they're very, very close. You know, rushing yards per game, a little bit different because the Bills are – you know, pretty good there. They're fifth. I think Patriots are middle of the league right now. They might. They, I think I didn't think the Bills were that good at running the ball. 
No, no, uh, uh, defense, rush defense. Oh, yeah, rush defense. defense. Yeah, I was like, yeah. hold on. I was like, oh, the Patriots yeah. run the ball all the time. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Rush no, defense. No, 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 okay. no, no. How, how many yards the Bills have rushing the ball? I will actually tell you, sir, right now, they're 11th in the league. What are the Patriots? Uh, Patriots are get 12th. Dude, this is. This is obscene. This is like they're neck and neck and all metrics. So, so I think when you're neck and neck like this, I think two things are going to come into play. The second thing I'm going to save to the end because I think if the second thing happens, I think the Patriots win no matter what. Yeah. I think when the the teams are this close, you kind of look at momentum, how the season's going. Patriots are on a six game winning streak. The Bills have lost to the Jaguars. They had shitty showings against Miami. They've had they haven't had good good they haven't had a good last few weeks. I think I think I'm going to go with the Patriots in Buffalo. Oh, yeah. I think this is the team. You know what it goes back to? Let's let's bring it full circle. You said this Patriots team one of the most physical um, you know, hard-hitting Patriots teams probably that we've seen. Yep. I think that travels. That is what you can do to silence a crowd. That's how you can play bully ball. That's how you can really kind of go into hostile territory, take the hits, and then punch them in the mouth. And I think that's what the Patriots do. They're going to have to weather the storm because you know the Bills are going to come out hot. They're probably going to score on their first drive, like, you know, like what tends to happen against the Patriots. But I will tell you this: if it snows, the Patriots are 100 percent winning. Yes, 100 percent winning. I and I, I have I no facts so behind that. All I have is that I Just love snow an football. Inkling. I love snow love football. When it. it started to like a couple of flakes, I saw against the Titans. I was like, I jumped out of my seat. Yeah. I looked over to my the wife. Patriots like, are winning. I, I looked over to my wife. I was like, Hey, dude, it's snowing! It's snowing! Look! 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 It's snowing! Like I'm Buddy the everybody. Elf. Um, look, that was me. I was like, Santa! I was like, It's snow! <laughs> and I was saying they're licking it like him when he's out there seeing snow. It was. If it snows, the Patriots are winning 100% bet all the money in the world on them. But even if it's not, even if it's just cold, this Patriots team is the type of team that can go into an environment like that and go toe-to-toe, beat you in the trenches, just just, just wear you down. Like you said, waves against a rock, waves yep. against a rock. Eventually, they're going to do it. They're going to run the ball. It's not going to work at first, I'm sure. You know, it's going to be some ugly, you know, the first few drives are going to have like, 16 17 yards rushing or something like that but it's just going to keep getting better and better and then mac jones i mean granted he's not going to throw the he's not going to throw a party on the bills but i don't think he's going to make the mistake the big thing the bills are missing trey white they're missing their which is tremendous top top defense you and me have been talking about that if you like three weeks ago i was basically all in on the bills winning this game and then us winning in foxborough me too they, yep. things have changed the patriots have won games they've garnered momentum and the bills have lost momentum and lost the best defensive player yeah yeah and, and the patriots right now are probably the healthiest they've been actually no not even probably they are the healthiest that they've been you know whether it's everybody on the line is healthy Running backs are all back from concussions, anything like that. Everybody's healthy. Wide receivers are healthy. The the tight ends are healthy. Matt Jones is healthy. This is the healthiest the Patriots have been going against. Uh, and they're going to need it because they're going against. This is the test. I don't care what anybody says. This is the test. Another reason, Josh Allen likes to kind of scramble, run around a little bit. He's always looking for the home run. 
I just don't see that happening because if you if you hold on to the ball like Alan, because he's always trying to look for digs deep. That's always what he's trying to do. You know, once once things aren't there, he looks around real quick, tries to tries to extend the play. You're not going to be able to do that against guys like Barmore. It's going to be Jean real hard Ron. for him to find digs when JC puts him in the gulag. Oh yeah, yeah. No, I think I think this is I think JC Jackson's out to prove something. I think he's out to prove not Locked only that he up. is a number one corner, but he wants to get paid. So he's going to come in to here Tuesday singing Akon locked up. They won't let me out. I'm ready. Uh, for I'm, I, I think JC Jackson locks him down. I mean, you have like, I can just picture Allen sitting there. It's a, it's a, you know, regular four man rush from the Patriots. They kind of contain him a little bit and it's like a delayed blitz from like Vanoy or something like that. And he comes in, flushes them out and then Judon hits him. Like it's going to be yep. one of those things where he's going to try to extend plays. They have designed rushes for some reason with Josh Allen. I get that he's a big dude, but you got to stop doing that. Cause I yeah. think that people, I think we said it a couple of weeks ago. I think Jawan <laughs> Bentley, it, take it to the bank. One play this game, he is going to, demolish Josh Allen. lumber because Josh Allen's going to try to do the thing where he he's big Josh Allen normally he's bigger than half the defensive guys he coming together. He's, he trucks defenders and shit like that of course he does of course but I guarantee you he's not trucking Adrian Phillips he's not trucking any of the Patriots linebackers and God forbid Matt Judon gets a you know hones in on him at one point oh like, yeah I, I, I don't know I, I think this is this is the game where, yeah, hunting season. Uh, Brian Burns lost yeah. again this week. I, I think that backfired. I think Brian Burns put out the hunting memo, and then Judon was the only one that really took that one to heart. And now yeah. uh, everyone else kind of laid off and is chilling in their log cabins with whatever little hunt they had. <laughs> Judon's out there getting all the rest of the deer. Yeah, yeah, I don't know what's going on. Yeah, I, I think, yeah, that definitely backfired. I know I, you actually sent me a quick little video uh, before yeah, we came on hilarious. here. Brian Burns, you know, having having a little hissy fit on the side. Yeah, he's I don't know. Uh, listen, I don't know if someone grabbed his ankle. They very well might have. I think that, that might be sensitive. You know, like, you know, uh, you know, there's always that spot when someone touches you, which just like tickles you. You're like, yeah, ah, like, oh, oh, I, I, I don't like people touching my neck. Like, I, I just get sensitive about it. I get upset. So yeah, maybe his ankles. It's one. It, it must be, be a the tough angles. spot for him. Yeah. Must be the angle. It was one. Uh, Adrian Beltre used to play for the Rangers, Red Sox. It was always this thing. If you touch his head, he would like swing the bat at you. Like he would get pissed. Like anybody, it would be like an Jesus. instant thing where he would turn into the Hulk and then be fine. That must be Brian Burns. I'm sorry, Brian. Uh, Bry guy seems yeah. like someone. It sounds like quite the burden for you. I can't imagine what ankle. you must be going through. Yeah, I'm sorry, man. But um, yeah, you uh, uh hunting season, I guess though. But anyway, anyway so what's to, your score uh, prediction? What's your back score to teams prediction? that actually matter. Yeah. Um, score. I I don't think this is going to be like a 36. 30, I don't think no. it's going to be anything like that. No. Weather um, dependent, uh, I think, for me. See, so I, I, I'm going to take into account that I think it's going to be cold and I think it'll start snowing as the game goes on. I think we're going to be looking at a. Mm, Twenty-three to, you know what? It's gonna be a twenty-three thirteen. That's what it's gonna be. I yeah. don't know why I'm sitting here trying to think. You know what's gonna happen? I think it's gonna be kind of close. I think Josh Allen's gonna throw a pick. I think there might be a defensive score because I do think he's gonna get greedy. He's gonna to try to do something. He's gonna be in the pocket, go to throw it, get it, you know, strip sack something like that. Yeah, twenty-three thirteen Patriots. I don't think, and I don't think the game is going to feel that close either if that makes sense i think the game feel 
it's going to kind of, you're going to see that the Bills really are the little brother of the division in this. I think the Patriots make a huge statement in Buffalo, 23-13. I like it. I can take yeah. that. I can yeah. take that. Yeah. For me, I think it's big. I think it's bloody. I yeah. think, uh, I think America hasn't seen a massacre like this since General Custer was putting up his fight. I think Tell him. Tell him. this ends up being a 33 to 13 game. Patriots put a resounding ass kicking, a 20 piece served up fast and quick from McDonald's all over the Bills. I think by game's end, Buffalo Bills fans, instead of putting themselves through pong tables, they're putting themselves through the ice of Lake Erie and hoping that they freeze and drown because they will be no hope, no rejoice, nothing to really look forward to this season. Bill Belichick is going to go in there and like Anakin Skywalker did to all those little Jedi kids. He's going to kill them all. <laughs> He's going to kill them all in brutal, brutal fashion with no remorse, no justice, just swift dick kicking the whole way through. <laughs> Give me Patriots. Three, three, one, three, book it. Ooh, how do you, okay, so how do you think it's going to happen? Is, is it going to be one of the, one of the ones where, you know, do they, do they pass on them, run on them both? Does the defense score, is it going to be, or is it just going to be kind of just an overall, just. I mean, team? I think it's a classic Patriots game we've seen all season. Mac Jones, no more than two touchdowns, mostly mean running game and a good amount of Nick Falk field goals. Mm-hmm. I mean, to get to a 33 score, that means you have to get, you know. You need field goals. You need field yeah. goals to get there. You need two <laughs> touchdowns, two field goals to get to 20. So you need three field goals and three touchdowns. So I'm thinking Mac Jones, two passing tubs, uh, Ramondre Stevenson rushing score, and then three field goals from Nick Folk, mm-hmm. followed up by more yards from Damian Harris. But Stevenson gets the tub. Ooh, I would like that. Yeah. I would, I would That's like that. I feel like recently it's kind of, it's been the opposite. Her, yeah. Uh, and they're just know, trying to switch it yet. up. They're trying, I'm trying to think as unpredictable as possible because you know, Bill's right now over in Foxborough in a pitch black room, probably yep. ripping cigarettes and staring at his computer and just like, all right, what are they expecting? <laughs> they, they think Damian Harris is going to get the ball. We're going to give it to Stevenson. Mm-hmm. We're going to run a fake field goal. We'll bring this guy off the sideline. I'll have no idea what to do. Like, I know he's over there cooking up the most unpredictable shit possible. So in my mind, I'm like, What's the most unpredictable score? Who's the most unpredictable to score? How is this going to go down? Hell, one of those touchdowns, maybe Mac throws one touchdown and maybe we get a defensive touchdown. I'm thinking scoop and score if there is a defensive yep. touchdown. Yep, yep, I can see that. Just because Josh Allen trying to extend the play or yep. something like that. Um, who, here's here's a new one. Who, who do you think is going to be the game MVP? Okay. The game MVP, it's going to have to be if we win this game. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, of course if we win. Of course if we win. Yeah. yeah. If we don't win, then forget everything we just said. It's going to have to be somebody on the defensive end. And I go back and forth between either J.C. Jackson or Barmore, Judon, mm-hmm. one of those guys. It has to be somebody who either takes out the best receiver, so J.C. Jackson completely stopping Stefan Diggs, mm-hmm. or – Judon in the defensive line, maybe it's the whole defensive line as a 
cohesive unit, they're my yeah. MVP. Because yeah. if they can put enough pressure where Josh Allen can't even get a good pass off, can't sit in the pocket, so he's not getting deep balls, he's getting short routes. If you force him to take short routes and you just put him under constant duress, and that's maybe where the scoop and score comes from, I'm giving it to the defensive line or J.C. Jackson if he particularly shines out against Stefan Diggs. Yeah. Yeah, I don't hate that. I think the I offense think is so balanced good. that you can't give it to an offensive guy. Like I said, if yeah, if Mac throws one tub, Ramondre gets a tub, Damian Harris has more rushing yards than him, you know, Kendrick Bourne and Nelly are between 30 and 60 yards receiving. Mm-hmm. Hunter Henry's two t- catches, 28 yards, maybe a tub. It's like they're all going to be so even that I got to give it to a defensive guy. If we beat this Buffalo offense, which is clearly right next to us in all these offensive and defensive metrics, it's, it's got to go to the defense. Yeah, 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 I would agree. And, you know, just – just for the sake of not picking the same thing, because I probably would have picked yeah, probably someone. Unfortunately, I just took out like five MVPs for you to possibly pick from. So no, I didn't no, make no, it no. Because I, I probably, if I was going to go defense, I would probably pick Barmore. I think he, he's going to break through and kind of just disrupt the game. But I'm going to go offense. And I think this guy, uh, we brought him up earlier. I think he's been, he's been, he's been putting it together recently. I think this is the John New Smith game. Because nice. I think the the Bills are going to want to take away Hunter Henry, so they know that. Um, you know they're going to have their corners on. You know Myers, whoever else. I think Smith. This is the what. This is how you beat a team like the Bills. You come at them with this weird unorthodox guy who can who can run it on the sweeps. You can line them up. You know wide, have a corner on him. He's bigger than the corners. You can line him up tight, have a linebacker on him, and he he's faster than the linebacker. I think this is the game. And again, I don't. It might not be. He might not have. Um, you know, uh, Myers might have more yards or something like that. But I think just Johnu Smith is going to be the engine. That the makes the player. offense go. Yes, he, he's going to have the big catches. And I think he's going to yeah. have something. It's not going to be a two, you know, a, a three for 40. I think it's going to be, he's going to have like five catches, 60 yards, uh, maybe even a couple rushes for 20 yards or something in there. I think yep. this is the game where you unleash him because I think that's the last piece to the puzzle. So I think the Bills are going to be expecting all this other stuff. They're going to want to load up against the run. Make sure you don't run on us. Uh, you know, make sure, you know, Myers doesn't get open on third. Make sure Aguilar doesn't go over the top. Cover Hunter Henry in the in the red zone, please. No one seems to do that. So I think this is the game where John U. Smith is, is, the, is the focal point of the offense. I think he's going to be your MVP. Uh, and I really hope it is too, man, because I he he deserves it. He deserves he really it. the does. guy. The guy is a quintessential Patriot. He just sits there. He's. I like, think you and me love Johnu Smith more than most other Patriots fans because they're just, just watching so and they're like, "Hey, like he's good," but you and me are like, "He's gonna fucking break out." Uh, I know he's it, gonna kill it because they don't. I think it's just they don't know because I think Hunter Henry is the name people know because he played yeah. in and he played for the Chargers. Chargers are a little bit more mainstream than the Titans LA. were. You know, it was like, oh, we see him. He had the Belichick connection too, where Belichick has loved Hunter Henry forever. Loves the white guy tight ends. Loves him. Yeah, loves him. It, I mean, it, it just, Jonu Smith is, is the guy that can do so much more than yeah. what he's doing. And I think it's only a matter of time. And I think he's just now, because they've been bringing it up too. McDaniel said, this is more of a foundation year for him. He's starting to figure everything out. Players figure out things at different speeds. You know what I mean? So I think this is the game where Jonu Smith shows up and just kind of reminds everybody why he was the first or second, you know, tight end out there in free agency that everybody wanted. So 
I'm all for it. That's what I'm going to go with. It gets me going. My nipples are hard. I could cut diamonds with my nipples right now. Damn right. Damn right you can. I'm all about it. Um, But yeah, no, I I think John New Smith, I think your score prediction would be wild if it happened. If that happens, it's egregious. I'm the first to admit it. It's egregious. But But I'm I'm going for unpredictable across the board here. It's not, again, it's kind of what we've been saying the last couple of weeks. It's not just this blind homerism. There's reasons yeah. behind it. You know, they're the not team, giving up points. I say Patriots they get all these so points well. in the first half, and then the, maybe they get a field goal in the second half. Uh, maybe, yeah, maybe, maybe. Like, there's no reason to think that they're going to be otherwise. Maybe. I think, oh, I, I heard this stat earlier today. Uh, I was listening to, uh, I forget what I was listening to. The Patriots, teams kicking against the Patriots are kicking 60%. That is far and away the lowest percentage. How does that even happen? Just because yeah. of special teams pressure? Everything. Yeah, I don't I don't know whether it's whether it's just, I mean, I like, I, I don't, it's one of those weird stats where it's like, I don't know how it happens, but yeah, yeah whether it's Phil's just, just over there on the sideline, the dogs yeah doing something yeah yeah, using the force to like tighten up the goalposts or like wave the ball away i don't know but that's just another weird deflating footballs in midair he already already deflated the footballs we already had a whole thing about that we're Um, over this but yeah i think i'm feeling really good i'm feeling a lot better than i thought i was i mean you know you know check check on me you know sunday morning yeah i'll probably be a wreck all right no monday morning actually yes um trying to see what's going on but I think if the Pats win this game, which we both have them winning, um, you buy a little bit more than me. I'm 23-13. You're 33-13. Um, I think this is the game that that really seals the East and officially puts everybody on notice. Like, hey, the Patriots are a top team in the NFL. Yep. We're not just limiting it to one conference anymore. And it's over in the AFC East. It's oh, over yeah. in the AFC in general. Like yep. the Patriots took out their only real competition. The only team I'd be worried about come playoff time is the Chiefs. Yeah, yeah, just strictly because they can always, you know, they can, yep. they can, you know, they can get the chunk plays and, and any game, you know, Tyree kill. You never know. You never know. And that that's one one last thing. I said people saying that the Patriots, oh yeah, you know, they don't have the big playmakers who can, you know, um, you know, get you those chunk plays. They really have to, you know, form drives. Yeah, no shit though. But again, th- there's pros and cons to each of them because yes. if you're a team like the Chiefs, who you know um, does they live off those big plays and everything, it's very easy for teams to shut those big plays down. And then what do you do? Yeah. But at, for the Patriots, again, it sucks to not have those big plays because it's easier to score that way. But I feel like it's easier to maintain just your steady, you know, one two first down, one two three first down, one two first. Oh, down, it's a double-ended like sword because like. If pros you're, and cons if, the yeah, if it's a nine play drive compared to a Chiefs four play drive, mm-hmm. that's five extra plays that you did that puts the ball in harm's way five more times. Mm-hmm. But because it's a short intermediate passing game, your percentage to complete these short passage are much higher than you would be if you were throwing it deep. So you're putting the ball in harm's way more with volume but you're also putting in a harm's way less by only throwing it five to eight yards. So yep. regardless, like it's almost like a toss up either way. And it almost doesn't matter regardless. Cause they both kind of cancel each other out yeah. with their pros and cons. So it's just kind of a weird thing. I'd have to crunch the numbers and really see which one's more efficient, but I would imagine it's probably much more difficult to get the 60 yard plays. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it just, it's just people just grasping for straws right now. You know, people yeah. are just trying to criticize the team in any way they can. Um, because the New England Patriots 
are the best team in football. Other yeah. than maybe, I don't know who you'd put there. I there mean, isn't anyone else anymore. We're, like, like I'm trying to. We think don't have to argue this anymore, Mike. There's no there's one better. else. I'm trying. You know what? No Fuck one it. Else. The New England Patriots, your best team. There's no one else. Tuck Rule Takes is about to sign off, guys. Tuck Rule Takes is the home of your number two seed, first place in the AFC East, and overall best team in the NFL, New, Eng- New England Patriots. I can't even talk right Rocket. now. I got so many. I got I got goosebumps in my throat. That's how excited I am about this about this team. Um, and at this point, if you're a Patriots fan and you're not excited about it, like I told Maddie B last week, it's fear. It's coming from a place of fear. You don't want to be proven wrong. You're afraid to put yourself out. You know, it's almost like dating. You're afraid to put yourself out on the limb like that because guess what? You might get shot down. But guess what? You miss a hundred percent of the shots you don't take. You know who said that? Amen. Wayne, Wayne Gretzky, fucking Gretzky. But Michael Scott also said that in the office. So yes. same thing, same thing. Um, I think just enough. Don't hold back. Like Liam just said, if you catch yourself holding back, you need someone that was going to slap you in the face and say, hey, do not hold back. The Patriots have showed you for six straight weeks why they are the best team in football. Showed no sign of slowing down. I don't think they stop against the Bills. I think they take it, go into the bye week, uh, go into the bye week with their heads held high, come out, and then it's the Colts game. And then, yeah, right. and then, then we'll see I'll what happens. To him. We'll see what happens. But uh, Liam, you got anything else before we uh, dip out of here? We are the champions. Dude, we really are. You know, it, it's we one are. of those things. It's like you know, it's just it, it's almost like you know when the when 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 you're on a when you're on a you're playing a game and then like like you're in the campaign and then you then you do like a little side quest. You like a little side mission. Yeah. Like, you know, you kind of just forget about the main thing and all these things happen. And then you end up coming back. Well, you know, 2020, the Patriots wanted a little side mission. They were out there just, you know, accumulating players and all this stuff, you know, getting their energy up and all those things. Now they're back. You guys are afraid. You're all afraid. I can tell because yeah, when you have Rex Ryan, Rex Ryan giving Bill Belichick compliments, that's when you know you're back. The New England he Patriots are Bill back. Bill Belichick too. He does. He says it all the time. The, yeah. the, the, the Patriots Pretty are back openly. though. Patriots are back. And you know what they the crazy are. thing is, Liam? The crazy thing, and I will leave you guys with this, the Patriots only had to grab one ankle to do it. How wild crazy. is that? Only one. And How just like that, that, it was like uh, that was the talisman. Like That's all they needed to get. That's what and it now was. they're back to glory. And thank God Mac Jones that's was it? our quarterback and able to lock that one down. Thank God. he did. In, in fact, you know what? Thank you, Brian Burns, because I think thank what you, you did, you lit the fire. Yeah. under Matt you're Jones right brian Rangers. burns it is hunting season everyone else is getting hunted get fucked bam bam and on that note guys i, I don't think we can end it any better uh mike sullivan liam mcdade tuck rule takes this was episode 19 we will see you next week for episode 20 hopefully hopefully after a big afc bills win you, you beat them you, you you put the afc east in the past now now we're coming for the number one seed in the nfl um like I said, Tuck Rule Takes, Mike Sullivan, Liam McDade. We are out. Enjoy the rest of the week. Get pumped. Get ready. Bill's game coming up. Let's go. Oh, biggest game of the year, baby. Biggest game. Let's go. Sweet baby. Sweet baby.